We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 12 Spread Picks. No more Survivor. We're all out. Free money teasers. We got the odds. We got the bets. We got everything for you. Game previews presented by DraftKings. If you are betting in a state where betting is legal, bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay? And if you want to play in the best tournament on DraftKings, DFS-wise, hit the description, play in the Pat Mayo Experience Open Sunday slate. If you've missed the Thanksgiving games, you're like, where are the Thursday games? We already did a show for that. It's up on Mayo Media Network and the Pat Mayo Experience podcast feed. Please, if you're listening to the audio version, rate and review. Five stars, please. Apple Podcasts. Scroll down, boom, hit the button. Takes five seconds. And if you're an audio listener, please go to YouTube and subscribe to Mayo Media Network. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to Mayo Media Network. Jeff, it really helps. I 100% believe that it helps. I 100% believe that you haven't done it either. 100% I have done it. (laughs) Well, I have done it. We could check. uh, Documented. You could go into my accounts. Uh, but I want to say, even if it's past Thanksgiving and you feel you don't need to watch our Thanksgiving show, Do it it's anyway. like 12 minutes of football talk. But it's two hours long. So <laughs> you could still, if you enjoy us, you could get, you, you will enjoy that and not worry about hearing stuff about the games. True. And now that we discussed like Tua and Herbert and all that stuff on yesterday's show, maybe this show won't be eight hours long like it normally is. Although you got more takes? There's always takes. There's a lot f- swimming in my head. Okay. Well, I guess we'll end up getting It's a weird that. place. I tell you what, your head? Yeah, I, what's inside. I like s- the thoughts. I can imagine that. The coin remains in studio, as always, behind the camera. Paul, who is going... Actually, he's not going head-to-head. He's going head-to-head with Jeff this week on the field. It's going to be a clash. But on the line, like he is, as always... The 48th member of the team, Tim Andergast. Tim Andergast. That's not my name. Again, like I tell people, I'm like uh, 
You know, I'm like George Went in Cheers. I, I I come last. Yeah, you're beyond last. There's like there's spots reserved for people to come in in between the coin and you. That's fine. Doesn't bother me. Sounds like it might bother you. No, I'm in a good mood. How oh, many years has it been since you've beaten Pat and spread picks? Well, I didn't beat, beat him last year. No, you didn't uh. beat me last year. You beat me two years ago. Three years ago. When we were doing this show out of that weird studio. So it's one seven and one for me in the eight years of doing the show. <laughs> well, we, we already recapped all the games and everything like that in the spread records on the Thanksgiving show. Jeff picked up an extra one on Monday night along with the coin by having the Rams. Tim and I had Tampa Bay, so we fell back. So 10 and three for me, nine and four for Jeff, three and 10 for Tim, eight and five for the coin. Tim was bragging about how he's beaten the coin. It's only a four game, four game difference between him and the coin at this point. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you got a lot of confidence off air off a guy off a three and ten. So let's see. Let's. I'm excited <laughs> well, but for this. People one. who are listening to this, I very well likely won them a bunch of money on Thanksgiving. So this is the time to press. <laughs> you know, this is coming out on Wednesday, right? Yeah, but I bet you people aren't going to listen to this one until after Thanksgiving. They might. Uh, they might. Tra- listen, people are traveling a lot. Although some people no, aren't not. traveling. There's a lot of people who are traveling, Tim. Eh, some are. Most aren't. There's, there's a, lot, a lot. There's a lot of people traveling. It's not like in a normal year, but there's a vast majority of people who are traveling here. It's not like trains, planes, and automobiles where the, every airport is packed. So well, yeah. you have to take so, buses everywhere. So there's time to kill. So you might get to both shows before Thanksgiving actually starts because you're on your way somewhere. And we're here to fill that time for you to make sure that it goes by pretty quickly. Why are you in such a good mood anyway? Is it because that guy tweeted those Coke glasses at you? <laughs> Yes, actually. <laughs> the idea that McDonald's is giving out these like really cool glass Coke mugs in different colors for Christmas, like brightened my spirits. Like, I can't wait to get these. Not only will they one day be really valuable, they'll also be really cool to use. I can't wait until I can get my hands Someone's on Someone's going back to McDonald's all, all December after being there all October and November. <laughs> I had I ordered McDonald's this weekend. All the McDonald's talk finally got to me. Yeah, it broke of course, down. It had been like four months. I was like, I need to get some McDonald's in me. And guess what showed up, Jeff? Because I they make you because uh, I order it through the app and I do it through the Uber Eats app because I don't want to have to go pick it up. I want it brought to me. But you have to order a drink through the app, and I never get the drinks at McDonald's. Just there's no real reason for it. So I, I had to order a root beer. I ordered a root beer for my wife, and it showed up with Monopoly stickers on it. Wow, that's valuable. Yeah, it's just a goal, uh, an Easter egg. I had been sorts. I had been texting Tim, and he hadn't been texting me back. Then I sent him a picture of that instant <laughs> response. <laughs> well, I was like, you just found like the, you know, the, the the Holy Grail or something. Like those shouldn't be around anymore. Especially you near where you live, to the like winners. a very densely populated area of town, like the the McDonald's you would be getting from. Yeah, I was not. I was shocked. In one of the busier neighborhoods, I guess it just because yeah. I know where I live, they were gone before. Did they give um, you enough barbecue sauces for your McNuggets? They did, because uh, you have an actual option on the app to order as many as like you can pick how many you would like. I have something also I need to say. McDonald's in Canada, I believe, is exponentially better than McDonald's in the states. Why? Uh, I don't know. I think we might have different like. The sauces are different. Food and, and drug uh, regulations that maybe they have to like, it's got to be a better standard. But I swear to God, and I, I, I 
stand by this. Well, as Tim has pointed out before, one of his favorite things to do in different countries is go to McDonald's. <laughs> that, that's the pretty sweet funny. tea that you can't get in Canada, but you can get in the United States is so amazing. And I'm, I've, I'm so upset and my, my, my requests have gone unanswered to have it brought to Canada. And I don't know why we can't have it. Have you so- evolved beyond writing letters to the head corporation? Well, it just it seems to me I should get it here if I can have it there. Like, is McDonald's like a like sponsored content of the show these days? We should be giving be. them a lot of air. Well, I, I'm really trying to work out, Tim. I'm looking out for your best interest here. I think that McDonald's should really just sponsor you. It's almost like my deal with DraftKings, where you know I do this show independent of DraftKings, but you know they they pay off Pat Mayo to talk about DraftKings. Play on DraftKings. If I'm talking on someone else's show, be like, hey, you should play on DraftKings. It's part of the deal. McDonald's should do that with you. I want those cups. They sort of feel so evergreen that they don't need to do that with anybody other than Travis Scott. Guess so. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Who is Travis Scott? I don't need to explain. He's just a very popular, I I believe, rapper. Okay. But they released. Do do I seem like a rapman? No, but in the States, they released, he released his own special McDonald's combo. Okay. Which is kind of just. It was so weird what it was. It was just like a generic thing, but it was so popular. And then these like hipster like to teenagers were harassing um, like the drive through people. Not like actual harassing, but like making their stupid jokes and TikToks. I believe they very were selling strongly out everywhere. Can, I don't know. You should I, you should order off menu at a place like McDonald's. Like, hold on. Yeah, if there's a place to order off menu, it's definitely McDonald's. Tim, do you know who Travis Scott is? I, I've heard of. See, him, you're not the king of pop culture. Like you're just done right there. Like done. You're done. Oh well, I, I see. I, I didn't realize that on your birth certificate it states arbiter of pop culture, kings and queens. So if you've decided I'm not the king of pop culture, I, well, then that's. It, I man. swear to God, I put this out. Would know. Put this out to any normal person hey. who's with it right hey. now, and they will say, um, "Not knowing Travis Scott means you are not." You cannot be a a proclaimed king of pop culture because I want to say know who this is. I want to say he's the yes. center of pop culture at the moment. This guy. I stopped listening the to music in two thousand and four. Yes, so I'm yes. out of music. Yes. Well, Tim didn't see him on Entertainment Tonight, so anything this guy touches or turns E-talk to Daily. freaking gold right now, like f- gold. Uh, the last time I talked about rap on the show. I don't know show, anything. I don't know anything. The last time I, couldn't I name talked one about rap on the show, I called Wale Whale, and that was the end of me. Yeah, I don't know one song. <laughs> I don't know one song. Maybe if I heard it, I've heard it before, but I couldn't name a song, or I couldn't tell you what he sings. See, Abe Simpson was right. I used to be with it. Then they changed, but it was. It's very what happened true. to you? <laughs> I'm with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you were never with it to begin with, so. The radio station that I listen to to keep up with. Like, well, the fact the that you're listening to radio the, stations is probably whatever. There's a radio station here that I listen to to sort of keep up with whatever the kids are listening to these days has switched all to Christmas music. And now I feel like I'm at sea because I can't listen to that. And like, I don't know where to turn. Paul, 
there is no way that the radio a radio station that the kids are listening to would flip everything to well, look, Christmas music. They don't. There's no they, way. I learned this only like There's a no year way. Or so it's ago. like oldies or something. There, this is why and I said this. I agree with you. I mentioned this like a year ago, and this is why it's devastating that much music doesn't actually show music anymore. That was the whole purpose of the television channel. That's what the much more like music us. is for now. Much music's for like South Park and the Simpsons, like reality. Shows. I grew up with it being about music videos and i wish they still had that because then i know what's cool and what's not like there's no hit parade anymore to listen to like oh. how do i know what what's the name of the network i want to do some investigation here it's called much which is no what no the, the radio the, the radio, radio station, station that, that all the kids listen to oh it's called c100 that that is that is like the old person channel. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it, it absolutely is. No, no, that's a contemporary music channel. No, 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 no. That's where you get all. I think the, like I, I think where stuff. you're at, like Z103 is the one you want to be on. I don't know. I don't know how no, to Z103 find that sounds. How do you, like if it's called Z103? How do you not know how to find? Yes, I, I would just look radio. through all the 103s until I find it. I There's one 103. No, this it's 103.1, yeah, but it's 103.7. I'd have to flip through them all to find it, I guess. If that's no, what I think is. it's 103.0. They just don't need to do There's the no, point they, they, There aren't. They're it's all like odd three, numbers. Five. Yeah, they're all uh, the decimal points are all hmm. odd numbers. Yeah, I think for FM it's odd numbers. For AM it's even numbers. Well, a- AM there's no decimals. It's just four digits, right? Like yeah. 1500, 7600. Anyway, what are you doing? Listen to the radio. Anyway. When I'm cruising around, if it's, it's there's no your car is, your car is so old, it doesn't have Bluetooth, does it? It does not have Bluetooth. It still has a cigarette lighter, which, <laughs> in my opinion, if I had to choose between having a Bluetooth uh, applica- like a Bluetooth portal that you use to plug the Bluetooth in, or you don't a cigarette plug lighter, a, you don't I'm plug. Blue, a, I'm taking the cigarette lighter, Tim. You don't plug the Bluetooth in. Well, it's, you gotta it's, stick it's, in the thing. Stick in what thing? It's Bluetooth. Do you not yeah, know how Bluetooth a, works? Yeah, you stick it into the the port. So the answer it, like, the, the answer is no. You don't know how Bluetooth works. I thought it like you stick it into the port, and then you have like the Wi-Fi in your car, and the Bluetooth picks it up. Tim, maybe you should get like maybe that. you should get with technology before you take your hand. Well, whatever it is, that temporary they music. Whatever they replace the cigarette lighters with. I would prefer to have the lighter. You should see the boomers that are the radio hosts at C100. <laughs> I don't want to put it up because we don't have the rights to putting their faces up. And they have no, they have no, you know. You know what? Throw them up. I'll, I'll take the heat for this. Let's see these. I want to see these people. <laughs> Give me one second. I got to screenshot it. All right. You screenshot it. Yeah. yeah. Can I sing some some uh, songs that you don't have the copyright to that you can get sued over? <laughs> I was up. I, I went and got lunch in between shows today. Uh, just a quick snack, and I noticed that turtles were out. Does that mean most holidays? overrated Christmas candy of I, all time? I love turtles. I can't buy them because I will eat the entire they're good. box. But that's they're usually, good, that's but they're overrated. What do you like? Well, You're, he's a quality choice. Yeah, right? he, he likes the really like quality low. Street. Yeah, he quality likes the really street. low candies quality for Christmas. Street. Quality yeah. Street is not low. It's, it's expensive. It's pretty low. It's not expensive. It's not expensive. <laughs> It's not cheap. It's it, a tin of Quality Street is pricier than a thing of Turtles is. Yeah, and how many things do you get in a Quality Street? Like five hundred chocolates? Oh, no, that's a bit much. And how many things? Turtles do you get are in, fun. 
Turtles are great. Oh yeah, here's Tim's Tim's with it crew. These people look real hip. Look how he's got his arms crossed in that plaid shirt. What do they a- aver- average age fifty three years old? What do they advertise the station? Be like today's hits and yesterday's classics. No, like, no, what, they what's say it's their like byline for music or whatever. Like I like that channel. that's how i know like what songs are kind of trending but now with the christmas music on there right now who knows what's trending and now that much music doesn't show the music videos like what am i supposed to just go on youtube and type in 2020 top hits and then like tim Tim, you you have spotify don't you i don't really know how to use spotify i kind (laughs) of have it but I don't really know how to use it. I know people who do use it, but I don't really know how to use it. I I what? What's there to know I how to use? Know. There's a search bar. So like I know people that use Amazon. <laughs> Tim doesn't. He, he, I see it. He like te- I have an Tim, te- Tim texts his brother to order yeah. things off Amazon As for him. And Tim, Tim's brother lives across the country. As yeah, he that. ordered me that shirt that uh, Bryson was wearing on Saturday at the uh, Masters. As Tim established, he knows how to receive packages but not send them. Yeah, I don't quite like. I don't quite get spy. I, I get kind of get confused and just click X and go to YouTube because I know how to navigate YouTube. It's exactly the same. There's a search bar. Well, then why can't I just use YouTube then? Because Spotify's on your phone and it doesn't close the moment that you get out of the app. YouTube's on my phone. Yeah, and have you ever tried to do something else on your phone while YouTube is going? Yes, it does. that is annoying. I agree. That is an annoying part of it. But, like, whatever. And, and at the same time, you can download the music off of Spotify so you don't actually use no, all of your data at the same time. And video no. is going to use, like, four times as much of your, as much of your data as yeah, Spotify I don't know. I don't so you, know how to do that. So you don't know how to do anything, is what you're saying. I know how to open up YouTube and listen to my music. And YouTube remembers the songs I like, so I don't have to go hunting for them. So you just listen to the same, like, five songs over and over? No, there's hundreds of songs that that that, that, inter- that uh, cross over. Do you have them all on your Tim's Listen playlist, and that's where they can all be saved? I don't have, a, I don't have a playlist. Why, I don't, just, why don't you? You can save Because I don't know how to set like. one up. That's why. I don't know how. I just know how to go into the app and type in a song or look at what's the front page and click a song and just go. That's what I know how to do. It works for me. You, you know who <laughs> I don't have to be, You know who else I, uses just the internet? I'm not working like t- at the genius bar, uh, and, you know, or I'm not working at, uh, you know, the whatever. Like, it doesn't mean that I don't know how to navigate things. You know who uses the internet exactly like Tim? Those hosts from C100. <laughs> I think that J. those C. people. Peter and Melody. Jay and Melody. Yeah. Well, that's that's a risque name. Yeah. I think those but are she's nice. She's considerably people. younger than the rest of them, by the look. She's of the them. hip one. Like she's not. They, they sound 60s. like really. They sound like nice people who know what's going on. That's the morning show. I guess so. Yes. Yeah, you need to have the guy. With the I funny... gotta see like the drive time. Uh... You need to have the funny voice guy on the morning show. Like you know, I'm the Baron. Yeah, we're but... coming at you right now. Here I... at six o'clock in the morning. I... Here's the weather and traffic updates. I bet you the four to like seven guy has a soul patch. <laughs> it was cool thirty five <laughs> years ago. These guys. <laughs> so, so hip and so cool. The guy in the middle looks like really dumb Matthew Barry. <laughs> That's not very nice. <laughs> I, I like these people. Don't make fun of them. Would you consider them your friends? They're not my. They're my radio friends. You know what I mean. Like we all have radio friends or podcast friends or television friends. Like people we don't meet, and we probably never will meet. But you listen to them so often or see them so often 
that you almost kind of feel like you're friends with them, even though you know you're not. Uh, like that's a con. Like you can see what that concept is. I, I think that's a thing. People probably feel that way about you, bud. Yeah, exactly. People I'm think sure that, they, and I think that's Commander fine. That's fine. Just it, like you have Twitter friends who you never meet and will never talk to in real life, but you converse on the Twitter. Here, here's the thing. If you really want to meet those people, I think I can set that up for you. No, my point is, I, I think those people are cool. Tim, you think you're cool? I am cool. All right, let's get into the games. We're starting off hot with Tim's team here, the New York Jumbo Jets. God. It's a week of home dogs, by the way. Miami at the Jets. The Jets are seven-point dogs, 44-and-a-half is the over-under. How thrilling, Tim, would it be for you if the Jets could beat Tua? Would it be worth 1-15? Oh, well, I want one in 15. I've been saying for weeks, I want one in but if 15. If you could have one, this has to this be This has it. to be Like, you one. had to make it like last week Thought was you thought was your best chance. And I guess you I really overrated, not overrated, but you really got excited about Monday night versus the Patriots. But I feel like if you could have one game, like to play your absolute ceiling effort, it's got to be this one. It would be fantastic. I, I mean... My only fear would be that, much like that Thursday night game against Cleveland a couple of years ago, that Tua will play terribly again and have to be benched at halftime. And if that happens, well, then, uh, you know, Fitzpatrick could beat us in a revenge game. Like, that's my only fear, really, is not Tua. It's will they bench Tua again for poor performance and bring in a competent quarterback? That's that's where I that's where my head is. What he's talking uh, about is when Tyrod got benched at halftime in the Cleveland game and Baker came in and beat the Jets on Monday and Thursday night. When they opened that stupid fridge that no one wanted anyway, of those Bud Lights that were terrible. They were off a winless season, right? So it's to celebrate their first win. Well, then they, they better give us a fridge full of beer. You might, bud. You might. Don't worry. No, they won't. They'll give us nothing. Because no one cares about give the us Jets. nothing. I'm going to take the Jets in this game, plus the seven. I think that's the play. Uh, do we think that Dar- do, do we think that Darnold is playing? Like he eventually no. is coming back, right? Maybe. Are they intentionally keeping him out now to play Flacco to be even worse than they actually are? No, I just think that they're being super cautious with him. And I, I don't blame them. They're not taking the uh, the Booger approach of let's just sit Burrow for the next two seasons now. <laughs> like that's not quite the position. Well, listen, listen, Booger only gets what like five minutes of speaking time down from his three and a half hours from last year. That he needs to come in hot with the Booger takes. <laughs> well, he certainly did last night. I my jaw hit the ground when he said that. I was like, how? What? What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, no, I just think they're being incredibly cautious with Sam for for all and sundry reasons. I kind of don't think he'll play. If he does play, you know, chalk it. You know, we got a real good chance to win. If he doesn't play, you know, I still think we have a decent chance, like a coin flippy, maybe slightly worse than a coin flip, but it should be close. And uh, you know, another outdoor game in the cold, where you know, we'll see how Tua handles it. My guess is that if he plays like he did last week, you know, they'll have to they'll have to save him again and put him on the bench. This comes down to one of the things that the Broncos did really well was a pressure the quarterback. Um, they were able to kind of rattle to a little bit. They were actually, besides Melvin fumbling on the one-yard line, Denver ran the ball really well against them. Yep. They were able to keep it that way. The Jets cannot run the ball whatsoever. Oh, well, how dare you say that about Frank Gore? I, Frank, I actually just had a discussion with Seeley on the ranking show about the Frank Gore Hall of Fame case. Now, if it was up to me, I would not put him in, but he's going to get in, so it doesn't He'll matter. be on the first ballot. When you have as many rushing yards as he does. You just which is sickening because T.O. didn't get it on the first ballot. Who was a yeah, but a substantially better player. No, he's not going to get sure. in on the first ballot, but he should be a Hall of Famer. He shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. 
Gore will get in on the first ballot without question. He's going to be third no. all-time in rushing, fourth all-time in all-purpose yards. There's literally no argument against he, he, But was no he ever, like, at any point a top, like, three running That's back? That's exactly. That is, that is yes, word was. for word yes, my argument. I would yes, say no. Maybe, maybe, I don't, maybe once. Maybe once, and it wasn't like Niners. he had already done it. You were, like, speculating that he could get to that point. Now, in that, that year that the Niners went to the Super Bowl, he was a top tier running back, I think, or the year before that. He was Still, a top he was tier never. You mean the the year that like Kaepernick? Here's the d- thing: demolished. Yeah. He never so had that one year or the year before. Did he have one season that was comparable to like a bad AP or a bad LT season? Like, who are the other Hall of Fame running backs? I like put it this way: that we've sort of seen the whole career from of from watching the whole career. Sean Alexander was a better running back than Frank Gore. Was. His ceiling, one hundred percent. His best football was a, was like best running back in the league football. Well, yeah, Sean Alexander won the NFL MVP. Yeah, he but he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Because he had too short of a career, but like, he was better than Frank Gore. Is a quality on its uh, but, onto itself, but it isn't because he he's played these extra like seven years and been really mediocre and has not helped his team. Okay, let me ask this though: Isn't Gore? Who would you rather had like Gore or Bettis? Bettis. Is that unfair of me to I, even I think mention that, them in together? No, I, I think that's very. I think they're but Gore's not up comparable. for his ballot. Like that's just no way. Can his ceiling football be what it is and him be worthy of a first ballot? His 2006 season was tremendous. Like, like if Gore's going to get in, then Philip Rivers just 100% deserves to get and in. And Philip Rivers probably is going to But he's it. not going to be a first ballot. No, but I, he's like, not going to be third all-time in rushing yards. And fourth all-time But he's going to be like fifth all-time in passing yards because the way the league changed in his career like i told you that the rivers argument is going to be really strong the day he retires and it gets completely worse the day after he retires because stafford and ryan and all these guys will start catching where he ranks in career numbers will be um yeah not as and like those guys aren't i mean matt maybe matt ryan and philip rivers will have like a comparable hall of fame case career i think by the time that ryan ends just because his numbers are going to look really good by the time he retires and then stafford's number is going to be even better and be like oh the guy who never won a playoff game great I know I used a Jamie Moyer name drop a couple weeks ago, but he's just like really high end Jamie Moyer. Did, Frank did, Gore. That's a good compare. I was because he just like played forever, so the stats got like really high. But like how Moyer's not in though, right? Moyer's more not like home. Omar Vizquel. More like Omar Vizquel. I, I, I would actually say that okay, it, maybe. His, his baseball comparison because Gore Gore is good, but he was never great. That's how I always felt about Craig Biggio. Like, Biggio got to the 3,000 hits. He ended up getting in. He had all, like, the hit-by-pitches. But he was never amazing. But he's in. So, I think Biggio, in the big picture of the league, was more valuable than, like, Frank Gore. Sure, though. but we just now know so much more and about running baseball is honestly back. the only Hall of Fame that actually has real standards left, so I'm not going to call them out on anything. No, but, like, there are certain benchmarks that you get to, but I'm going to call it the Baseball Hall of Fame. The best player of all time isn't in the Hall okay, of Fame. Okay, yes. That's ridiculous. That, no, I agree on that. We, but I just mean every Hall of Fame but the Baseball Hall of Fame, I mean, has been diluted by players they've let in. Baseball is diluted by players they haven't let in, but I'd say every Hall of Fame has gotten to a tier where it's like become halls of very, very good instead of like halls of fame, fame, fame. And like hockey's the worst. Football's pretty good. Football keeps it tough, but they're getting bigger with numbers. There's Although, just a lot of football players compared to every other and sport. And listen, though. this is a horrible time to be making that argument because we've got three surefire first balladers. I think that they just announced are like it's like Manning, Charles Woodson, um, okay. 
Some other. It's like an amazing first ballot year this Isn't year. Isn't Kelvin Johnson the other guy? Yes, Calvin and and even Jared Allen. If you put Jared him Allen up will on, get uh, in. he should like, get in. He had yeah, twenty like, sacks one season. Yeah, he also yeah. sat in that tree and speared that like elk. <laughs> yes, that's that's worth did. something. No, yeah, and his place. I don't know. There's like advanced metrics that like show your Hall of Fame percentage, uh, and he was really high. It, very rarely do you encounter years like that, though. I agree. Where there's like, oh yeah, he's like you say the name, it's like yeah, Hall of Famer. I just never felt that way about Frank Gore. I feel like that's the test. When you say the name, you're like, Hall of Fame, yes or no? If it's not immediate yes, the answer is no. That's how the Hall of Fame should work, in my mind, but that's not how it works. I don't think there's ever a time he was, like, top three at his position, but he was, like, top ten at his position for a really long, long time. I'd say top 15. Like, he was a better better than average running back in the league. Quantity is a quality unto itself. But it's not a Hall of Fame... Okay, I don't want to say it's not a Hall of Fame quality... But it's, I don't know, man. I like Frank Gore. This turns into this thing of me putting down Frank Gore. I think he's an incredible player, incredible story, incredible Miami Hurricane, the whole thing. There are just so many other running backs during the course of his career that I would have rather had on my team. That's not a good look for a Hall of Famer. Like, what was his highest ADP? Like, fantasy-wise? Yeah. He was a first-rounder for ages. But what was the highest point? Was like, was he ever the first pick? I don't Never. think so. Was he ever the third pick? Probably not either. Maybe. Maybe like, a, I'm saying his ho- best year, what was his ho- lowest ADP? To me, in my mind, he's just better Thomas Jones. Well, that's it, not fair either. Thomas Jones was, hey, he had the best workout routine there was. He was able to play to very late in his life. He's a former Jet, Tim. Let's get back to the Jets and your boy, yeah, Frank. Yeah, he had Gore. the AFC rushing title the year the, I think the, the Jets had him last. So he was a good rusher to the end. I just think the Jets' inability to run the ball in this game is going to be really problematic because Tim's most hated player in football besides Tua, Xavier Howard, who he deems sucks, is going to take someone out. So then it's just a whole lot of Crowder, can't run the ball too much. Maybe Mims can get behind them or Perriman, whichever one's like on with Byron Jones. But this is such a get-right spot for Tua. He was benched last week. They're going to go out of their way. Gaskin could be back for this game as well. The Jets are horrible. They make everyone look good. So... If you're dealing with Miami, who does have a better defense than the Chargers do, at least right at this moment, that it doesn't seem like they're going to give And it up. sets up better for the Jets' strengths on offense. Yes. Which is just up Chuck Kamalu, the Eskimo student. But then, then you got to lay seven in the division on the road. Do you really want to do that? I'm yes. going to lay the seven, um, and there's a couple of reasons why. If the Chargers had a median coach, they win by double digits. There's no reason for me to think Flores won't, though they just can't do it. They just There's just no reason for me to think. I didn't see much redeeming about the Jets. I like that they could go over the top. I think it sets up well for them having the draft pick and having a nice stable of receivers. I think all this talk that Darnold wouldn't want to play there is hogwash. Anyone that wants to bet me to the moon that if the Jets have the pick, I mean, Lawrence wouldn't want to play there. I would take any money that there's not a chance in hell he turns them down. Yeah, but isn't it better for the show (laughs) if he refuses to play for the Jets and pulls an Eli Manning on the Jets? I agree, but people have not a clue. I would not hold a grudge. No, of course you wouldn't hold a grudge. It's not Adam Gase's team. I'd wish him the best of luck. What are their other options? He's going to go to Jacksonville? He wants to be a a Washington I guess I got to pay the fine you pay the under fine. Dan Snyder. Like you go to the New York Jets who are actually set up, in my opinion, way better than the Bengals because I think they'll get a good coach 
that maybe Dar- uh, Lawrence's agent will like have to give a thumbs up approval on, which I don't even think is a bad thing. I-, I think if you start running your organization like that, you've already lost. Okay, probably. But they're going to have two first yeah, rounds. Yeah, but we've tried nothing got, and we're all out of ideas. They've got some nice... They got some nice offensive weapons. They got a good left tackle, so you hope you can keep the kid alive. They got three picks in the top 33, assuming they get first overall next year. I don't think it's nearly as... They freaking suck. But I don't think the situation is as doom and and gloom once they get that pick. Um, I think they're set up way better than some teams that have had it in the past. Oh, here we go. I knew it. I knew... Yes, that's right. You're right. You're right. What I am agree I doing? What am I doing? You're, I'm not you're even... making my case for me. You're making my case for me. Now, that I, being said, the, this Dolphins 2021, team, 2022 Flores... could be special seasons. No, not 2021. Oh May, not 2021. <laughs> you got it back on special seasons. You said something that the Jets aren't the worst team of all time, and now he's taking that 16 They have the worst year. coach along with oh, yeah, the, they need the Chargers to... coach. Now, for this week, I'm picking the Dolphins to to get that number, to get a lead, and to not allow the the backdoor sort of stuff. And, Tim, that backdoor never should have happened on a couple reasons because I don't believe that was a good call on the Bosa strip sack, which I think someone took into the end zone, and the fourth and five that my coach is too stupid to challenge that I don't think Mims caught the ball. Even Gannon, who's a horrible broadcaster, Mims was bobbling a fourth down on on that final drive. I don't know if it was the final drive, but the drive – where they yeah, scored. it was. No, they're, when they were down. Where we, yeah, but oh. they scored to end up covering. No, we got the ball back. And then had to take the safety. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, so there's also, that. Also, I, I, I mentioned that to you off air yesterday, but we didn't say it on the show. If you're Tai Long, one of the five best punters of all time, Tai Long, Tai Long, Tai Long, Tai Long, and Tai Long, why don't you run to the other end of the end zone and kill the entire clock? Yeah, you Why go- just stand there like a goober and get Yeah, the Jets kind of like laid him out. But you gotta get you're gonna get laid out anyway. So like take that extra second off the clock yeah, there was- in getting laid out. If you're gonna get laid out anyway, take that extra but, but second like, and run they, around. Yeah, if the move is I'm here in the like the entire end zone is like this, let's say, and I'm Ty Long and I just run to here and stop and get wiped out, why not just do that? Yeah. And then the clock's not. <laughs> Once they get to a certain point, just take like just sprint that way. I guess Ty Long never played a video game before. I don't know. That was uh, annoying, but this is all I gotta say. It's demand. I demand to see to uh, be given opportunities to make big plays. This has to be a showcase game for him. Because I agree. Because the Jets but suck. I- Everyone on that secondary can be attacked if they if they got a clue. Chan Gailey, Flores. You start them off. You roll it out. You do some nakeds, but by some point, I gotta, I gotta see air cut. If he brings the short underneath butter knife to this one, we got a real problem. We got a real problem. Oh. You could win by thirty. You bring a butter knife in this one, you may as well lose the game. I don't care the win. You can have your wild card weekend with your future butter knife. I need to see air cutting versus the Jets. They give up like hundred and ten QB rating versus everybody. Paul. Uh, since we started the show, Jets plays Sam Ficken and LaMichael Pirine on the IR. Tim, they from carried off the field against these very same Dolphins to too scared to play them the next year. Now I'm picking- well, to be fair, Ficken was in just for the week because we've had a kicker who's actually been dynamite uh, who missed last uh, last week for injuries. Anyway, 
This is I, too much time on this. I'm the Dolphins, so I expect that air to get cut. Another question about the Ty Long thing, just running it yeah. back in my mind. If that's what you're going to do, and you know that you're going to do it, why do you put your punter out there? Like, if the move is just to take a safety and everyone's used to receive, because he's the only one used to receiving long distance snaps. These are professional. So he's the guy you want. Receiver out there. No, no, no. You actually, no, no. 100% you want the punter. I I, I disagree because if the punter gets hurt, he's really hard to replace. At the end of the game, you can sign a new punter off the uh, off the Sure, but you can you can also go put a hands team receiver out there as well. No, I don't agree. He's also faster. He can actually take a hit. He's less likely to get hurt. Can't you? He be back there and take a handoff. I suppose that if you think that guy's the better receiver. Well, just I think he's less likely to get hurt. Yeah, I guess. But Tim is saying the punter's a better receiver of a snap. Of the long snaps, he's the one who does it. He does it every single time. He's used to receiving those super long snaps. Receivers catch balls. It is a ball that is coming to you that you catch right here. (laughs) So let's just have somebody play out of position. uh, I don't disagree, but I I would dispute that Ty Long is better hands than... I didn't say better. I just said he's used to it. So why switch up what works? Tell your offensive lineman to hold, too, because you don't care if there's a penalty. That's actually a good point. So yes, and going farther back wouldn't be. Yeah, I I agree. I wanted to say one more. The game can end on an offensive thing, penalty. So you don't care how many times you hold. This is a league where I don't. I don't. I mean, the other teams that have played Denver have they really had that hard of a time like making plays? The Patriots did. Pa- Patriots no, they just didn't did. score touchdowns. <laughs> the they Jets. got in the red zone all day. The Jets also had quite the time with the Broncos. <laughs> Remember Cal Ripken beat them? Chargers were up like three touchdowns. The quarter left. Broncos beating everyone's favorite teams, it seems. I just mean, what what did they do? They They made Tua make real NFL throws to the outside? Well, but that's a challenge for him. And Darnold's too scared. God forbid. I mean, am I looking at a system quarterback? Hmm? I didn't say anything. You just said he's a system quarterback. No, I said, am I looking at one? Which is what you're implying, is that he is a system quarterback. Well, well he may be. I don't know. If everything's got to revolve around boots and nakeds and, and, and this and let him make plays, that's not good. That's not, like, worth tanking for. I think he's a fine pro. But it's been four games. He's 4-0. It's been four games. And I just want to see a play or two that's like, that is what we tank for. Because I'll just put it out there. Every other quarterback that you think is really good and that you like that's young in the NFL, I swear to God, Pat, in their first four games, whether they won or lost and whether they threw six interceptions, you saw like two or three or five plays that were like, holy shit. Even like Josh Allen, through all the bad, there were like a couple really early plays that were like, whoa, ceiling. Now he's the best of the bunch. So that's all. That's all. I'm not, you don't have to, I don't have to win. I'm not, like, I just want to see one or two ceiling effing plays that every other quarterback that's turned out to be good gave us in their first month of the league. But I'm a, you're a hater. But you, just you have so many Dolphins people in your life and you're clearly just trying to throw dirt on them. We know what you're doing. So people, do I. Yeah, but people know what you're always doing. I, what do you mean? I'm speaking the truth. Two is like, okay. That's that not, that, that's actually a step up for you that he's okay. He's okay. He's okay in the same way that, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like daddy bought me a car. He said, here's a car. You can drive it. And then it started raining. 
Daddy said you're not touching the car. I'm driving. Not com- don't, not I'm driving, driving to grandma's. Better come home. Yeah, yeah we don't feel... Co- and that's real weird because you should just be winning or losing. Crash it. I don't mean hurt it, but I just mean crash it. Who cares? See, I am under the impression that... Flores is a good coach. He is a great coach. So maybe this yes, is a motive. Maybe this is a motivation. No, this is a, for a, him. This was a lapse of judgment in in in, in the moment. According to really, you, maybe he has a plan. He no, no, he, he doesn't have a plan. He's just making no, he, decisions that no, I no, no, no. They, they've got a plan, and they we, got we a, should have, we should let Jeff Feinberg be the coach. Then they got a plan, and they got a program, and it's a good one, and it's on track. My point being is, in my opinion, I believe in the moment, in the heat of an NFL contest. He got all consumed with trying to win the football game. And that's a fair thing for a head coach. But they're creating a really weird thing now. Because what happens next time? It won't be this week versus the Jets. But a defensive coordinator that can force him to make real throws outside to the numbers um, are going to just copy what Fangio did. There's teams with that personnel. Like, it's a co- like they're going to ask him to do that. Yeah, so, when they play a team like a real team like Buffalo, Buffalo is just going to suffocate them. Oh, ball. <laughs> Stop it, Tim. No, but a, a team that has the personnel and has a coach like Sean McDermott might, but the Bills are second worst, I think, in pass defense or something at the moment. Yeah, so, teams just don't throw towards Tredavious White and then no one else can cover So anyone. I don't know that Buffalo's an ideal example, but it's not like there's some gang breaking personnel on Denver, but they're going to copy the Fangio schemes. Until he shows he can beat it, and then they'll find a new way to 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 stop him. Clearly, all right. I think like twenty five minutes was good enough for Miami and New York. I think he's a good professional quarterback. You just don't like him. I get it. No, you don't. You don't. You don't think. Just say you don't think that he's good. That's okay. That That is okay. How could you not? How could you not want him to succeed? I want him. That's a separate question. You just don't think he's good. Maybe you don't think that he's good. Just say it. I haven't seen. I haven't seen ceiling yet to to even know. And and I then agree. pulling him concerns me because you got to just be all in or not on live and dying with mistakes. Mistakes are good. Mista- him making mistakes and struggling are part of the reason he's playing this year, in my opinion. What? I am so against what they did last week. It makes zero sense to me. Imagine if we combine the two, that you have Herbert's skill set on Tua. And to like, his skin? What? No, Tua's ability to like win and be a winner into Herbert. We need a culture shock in many ways. I mean, it's and easy Flores to never lose a game that. when Listen. your coach pulls you at halftime of every game you're losing. Four and, and he lets lose. you take fourth quarter snaps up 30. You get the win in Mayo's, get the win. And win yeah, exactly. in Mayo's yeah. book. Flores is a a great coach, and they're running a great program there. But if you don't think for a second there's second doubts in Chris Greer's sleep, then you're you're a fool. Miami for the two of us and the coin. Tim is taking the Jets. Vegas and Atlanta. I said this on yesterday's show. Give me the number. This is lower than I thought it was going to be. Vegas. Atlanta without Julio is god-awful. People love betting Atlanta. Like you, you bet them every week. But isn't this? But a team I like that the Raiders a lot them? too. Like, isn't this the Raiders? The perfect opponent that we speak about? Yeah, I really think that the Raiders are really set up to beat Atlanta at full strength, and they're not going to be full strength. But just bully them. Right? Also, Atlanta's a three-point dog in this game. Fifty-five and a half is the over/under. I like the Raiders and the under. 
I like the team that's going to – if you can bully Atlanta at the offensive line, you – And defensive line. It's really hard to lose the game. Coin likes Vegas, too. I got to take Vegas, but this one feels trappy and fishy. Because Vegas, in, in losing a game, doing that versus KC, like, is a win in the gen pop. I agree, but people like Tim said, people like betting Atlanta. They just love it. But people got real burned by Atlanta because people were like, yeah, oh, yeah, Taysom Hill and yeah, Atlanta. So there's you know, a, there's a, there might a, be a sting. That was a game in Atlanta or in New Orleans last week. Now they're at home. Fast track. Although it's now now it's a dome team going on the road, Tim. The the Vegas has Yeah, the Raiders are a dome team going on the road. I love it. And another reason to take Oakland or Las Vegas, sorry. I love it. So we're all on Vegas here? That's never good. Real bad. This feels like such a stinky game, but I could make it my super lock. I, I'm thinking about I making it my super lock. I will not be going lock. that. I will not be going I that. thought this was going to be like six. No, they can't because people will just say, I love the – I mean, people like the Falcons, particularly at home. People will bet them. I mean, we got a handful of West Coast playing East early here, and Atlanta's the first – I mean, the Vegas is the first one. There's a handful of them in the early. Oh, I, I totally forgot about that. Oh, now I don't love it as much. <laughs> Still, I'm taking Vegas. It's a round of Vegas coin included. The next one of these games, Arizona. Real demoralizing loss, though. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Arizona at New England. New England, two-point underdogs at home. 49 and a half. The over-under. Kyler is expected to play? He's not going to practice all week, though. Hurt his shoulder. Same injury as Sam Darnold, except Sam Darnold's dead, uh, and Kyler Murray's going to play, so... Nice, 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 tough guy you got a quarterback there, Tim. Can you make a case for New England for me? I love the Patriots in this game. Okay, Teasing I, them up, too. I will take Arizona then. Excellent. Teasing them up by six points. I love New England in this game. Why? This is the classic spot. The whole world is off New England now because they lost that game. Arizona, while they lost on Thursday, coming off the menu, people still really like Arizona. People respect Arizona a lot. New England is a short dog at home. You don't get them as dogs at home very often. The Patriots have a way of compressing games into low-scoring sort of fights and having an opportunity one way or the other at the end to sort of get things done. And I don't like the Cardinals playing early all the way across the country uh, in what's you know projected to be relatively chilly weather. I'm looking at the forecast here. It's supposed to be 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, I don't know what that means. I suspect that means like seven degrees Celsius. I don't know. But it's not not balmy, not warm. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, take the Patriots here. Patriots on the short list for Superlock. I think it's a perfect home dog spot for them. I think uh, the world will be on the Falcons, or sorry, on the Cardinals. And I think you want to be on New England here. I do agree. Arizona will be popular, but I will be on Arizona. You just saw what Watson did to this like really bad spot Patriots secondary this week. He also like ran for forty. That, that's touchdown. the big thing too. But Watson's uh, a better quarterback. Yeah, but yeah, Ky- but Kyler's a better runner than Deshaun is. Even and Deshaun he, was yeah, just, but he's not a better player. Every so. single time that they needed a third down and they brought pressure, Deshaun just eluded one guy and ran for a first down. Yeah, I think the Arizona will have no problem doing that, winning, covering. I mean, Arizona can can screw you, but I'm not worried uh, give me Kyler against game i'm not worried here they had extra time oh, they are coming off the extendo by the mm. the mini buy patriots just look all out of sorts yeah but i think they get it right this week okay giants at cincinnati Ugh. five and a half the Bengals are underdogs at home 42 and a half is the over under 
Giants are seven and three against the spread. The Giants are not bad. They aren't, but Washington's going to win that division. Probably not. The Giants are a better football team. This this like is I... the game that really smells to me. I'm going to take Cincinnati. It just it's it's, it's, it's too I fishy. I I have yet to hear a person almost like Tim said. Everyone's going to be on Arizona. Everyone's going to be on the Raiders. Every single like look at like fantasy rankings, early betting previews. Get on the Giants number now. Get on the Giants number now. You got to pick up Daniel Jones. You got to pick up the Giants defense. Giants D, yeah. Like it's and I I'm guilty of it too. They're my number one defense this week. It all logically number makes one. sense from a betting perspective. Something feels off to me about this. I'm gonna yeah. take Cincinnati. Me too, but I wouldn't touch it with a bet. I just will take the Bengals and be on my way. I respect the Giants a lot, actually, but I just this is a trap game, and uh, I can see it coming. I hate when we all feel the same way. So maybe as the week goes, people will align with us, or we'll really end up alone here on the Bengals. A lot is being. I think they'll be. I don't know. I think they got a lot of playmakers. Just get the ball out of your hands. Well, Giants off a bye, off a win, I think are being a little overhyped. That in the and, backup quarterback. And now everyone thing. thinks they're going to win the NFC East. They're getting they're getting their tires pumped a little bit here. Just Philly has looked so bad. No one believes in Washington. No one believes in Dallas. Like, yeah, I mean, the Giants brought Tampa Bay to the brink. They almost beat the Bears. Like they're, but asking them to win by five and a half points is a whole lot different than the reason that they're covering all these games is because they're five and a half point dogs every single week. I can see them winning the game by three. And a lot is being baked into Ryan Finley, where... Finley! Finley. Fit Finley, former WCW television champion. Did you remember... Swoggles, buddy. Do, do you remember the Booker T versus Chris Benoit best of seven series? I should, but I don't. Uh, it was a lot of like Saturday Saturday main event type stuff, but they had a best of seven series. Booker T ended up winning, but it wasn't for any sort of belt. It was to face Fit Finley for the television title in WCW. I vividly remember this. It was always up my dad's on Saturdays. He used to watch those clips, but people remember Ryan Finley from last week, and he was just kind of a disaster, but it's a short week. I mean, the Bengals have no protection, and Washington can get after the quarterback pretty easily. Then they remember Ryan Finley from last year, and he also wasn't very good, but he only had Tyler Boyd last year. Now they have A.J. Green and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Geo is, like, capable out of the backfield. He can block a bit. Like, I don't think the perception that we have in, of Ryan Finley is that he's really, truly horrible. And he might be bad, but I don't think he's quite as bad as the vision that people have in their minds oh, about him. my vision. So I'm going to take Cincinnati. That's the reason why. I think they can <laughs> lose by three here. I think that's a very... I think you will not hear, folks, a better breakdown of that game than you just heard. Oh, Tim. I don't say that very often. I think that's perfect. This is going to come back to bite me now when they lose by 48 points. But thank you for your support. No, no you're welcome. But no, it won't because it was the Bengals and Giants, and no one will care to even look back at it. <laughs> Cleveland and Jacksonville. Six and a half point dogs. The Jags are at home. 49 is the over-under. Not quite sure who's starting at quarterback for Jacksonville. Minshew I assume without looking that it'll be a monsoon in Jacksonville. Oh, look, it's supposed to rain in Jacksonville on Sunday. <laughs> what a shock. The, there's going to be what a, a shock. There's going under. There's, I love the under of 49. Don't go near that over. <laughs> there's going to be a week on DraftKings. Uh, at some point towards the end of the season, like I'm thinking about just playing Baker Mayfield every single week at this point. 
Because it's just through the law of averages where they're just playing in these horrendous conditions over and over and over. That he's going to have, like, everyone, no one wants to use him. He's like 0.2% owned. Everyone just assumes he sucks now. And he might suck. But he's going to have one of these huge blow-up games coming soon. And they're using receivers. I don't even fucking know their names anymore. They're, they're the lead guy, Hodge. Apparently he's good. Goes down the field. But shouldn't Cleveland just be able to run the ball down their throats here? That's what yes. I'm thinking on. Denzel I, I, Ward's not going to play, though. I'm actually going to take Jacksonville to cover the six and a half. Because the Browns are I'm going to take the Browns, and I'm going to tease the Browns down. But I will not be shocked if the Browns lose this game. Because the Browns are a stupid team. And stupid teams manage to lose these types of games on the road. So, uh, you know, if you've got a bunch of three-team money line parlays or whatever, like just avoid the Browns. You can tease them down to a pick them. I think that's a, a much safer play, but don't anyway, just be, be more careful. I would actually go the other way. I think this is a backdoor cover for the Jags. A lot like the jets were against the chargers last week. Like the Browns will, they, they almost let Philly do it to them last week. Like there was no, they were in no danger of losing that game yet. Philly almost came back from like 12 and covered the spread with like 50 seconds left somehow. But Jacksonville has a, with the defense banged up a bit, no Garrett, probably no Denzel Ward. DJ Chark is still a big play guy. So is Keelan Cole. Like they have the ability to score very quickly every third week. <laughs> What's that pass can actually be completed? James Robinson's keeping it going on the ground. Cleveland has been the king of beating this type of team this year, though. This is who they beat. I actually wouldn't be scared of them on the money line. Jacksonville's not winning this game. I like Cleveland. I'm not so worried about the backdoor cover because I don't think. Uh... Oh, I don't think much of Luton. Vladimir Luton? You, like you'll say, just run the ball. Just run the ball. Yeah, but that, that, that yeah, but ball. that's what becomes problematic. That if you continuously run the ball, you short it's like the Patriots thing. Like if the Patriots spread was bigger, I would like the teasing the Patriots up to plus eight, it's not for me, but I think that makes a lot more sense. Because the Patriots are so slow, they run more than anyone and they're like pass versus run expectation is heavily swung towards run where someone like the Steelers heavily swing towards pass that it just takes a lot of the air out of the ball keeps the clock grinding there's no stoppages in the clock that they'll win but the game will always be there to be covered backdoor for them like they don't jump out to like a 40 point lead so that'd be my case for Jacksonville Chargers and Buffalo Paul how you feeling Boys are well-rested. Chargers are not well-rested. Five and a half points is a lot of points, but uh, go Bills. Minus five and a half. Let's go. Coin likes Buffalo. And they are five and a half point favorite zone. 53 and a half is the over-under. This seems like a really good spot to play the Chargers. Them is like six-point dogs, five-point dogs are definitely games that they generally cover, isn't it? I do agree. I'm trying to see if we've put out an injury report at our time on the East Coast. We usually don't have it it appears like eckler oh, will be activated but not play that's at least the initial report from a tuesday evening yeah sorry i got my days mixed up we wouldn't get one today just really curious because eckler and chris harris i'd like to see back you yeah gotta, you gotta shut down cole beasley the bees uh on that note not I the bees on that note i'm incredibly concerned about the secondary options in buffalo really taking us to school beasley john brown if he does play gabe davis um yeah those types of guys i feel like that's who we've really had trouble against aren't you gonna have some trouble against stefan diggs oh yeah no that's a <laughs> that's that's just, just a given yeah that's a given and like you expect that but it's like when you're really just taking like death by a thousand cuts with the other guys I feel 
um, you know, it's easy to just connect. Like A plus B sometimes does equal C. So I know people that have said to me, I'm not trying to rhyme everything, that they like Buffalo simply like Flacco put up 26 points, although there was a block punt. It wasn't for a touchdown, but... But no, but sort the Chargers like have the Josh worst special Allen, teams in football. If, yeah, we're the worst. The absolute the worst. Worst. It's it's more embarrassing by the week. But if you just said to me, like, Flacco made it rain on the Chargers, I'll just take Josh Allen, too. Like, they just gave up 26 to the Jets. Um, the issue, so Buffalo But the issue with Buffalo, and we've seen it all year long. So it's a round of Buffalo, is it? Uh, no, I haven't hold on. I haven't, I haven't made done, a pick I'm finished. There is no way Jeff picks Buffalo. Well, no, this is a bad spot for the Chargers, and that's a bad number. Well, for we're playing. It's a bad spot in the sense that it's a luck. I mean, it's the second game in the row versus a team off a bye. And going to the yes. East Coast. Going to the East Coast versus a very good coach and a good quarterback. So now we have a good quarterback and a good coach off a bye. I like McDermott. Um, yeah. Secret coach seven, of the year, but won't get a vote. Sure. At but seven I, or seven and a half, you could take the Chargers. You can't take him at five and a half. I don't think there's that big of a difference between that those being two when said, it comes to the Chargers. Those secondary numbers uh, and passing against the Bills, good quarterbacks have really been able to do it. Justin Herbert, by any metric, I guess now, at least in this window, is Justin a, Pervert. a good quarterback. Um, so I think we will get ours. But it should be a tough spot for me to say, well, when I believe we will cover, it's unfortunate, as we spoke about on the Thanksgiving show, that I'm, you know, because of the world we're in. Uh, yeah, we well, said that the COVID has been hardest on you. Cause yes, because I can't go game. see this game. <laughs> I would love, I would love, it's supposed to be a nice, a, a nice, uh, what, we're, we're the USA folk, 50 degree Sunday afternoon. It is going to be nice on Sunday here. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a nice day, but I'd love to see Justin just cut some Western New York air, which we know is a little thicker than most places, Patrick. Uh, well, we blow all the smog and push it down that way. Yes, but it's fortunate because I'd hate to go to the game and be down by 10 points in the second half and have um, Tyrod come in. That would be real unfortunate um, <laughs> if, if Lynn chose to do that in a tough environment because McDermott is just stifling us, which is very possible. Now, the, so I, the, the, the problem, I hate to see that. The problem with the Bills' defense is that I think on <laughs> who are you laughing at? I think on paper no, it's nothing. quite good. <laughs> Their issue is that they're really bad when they jump out. They're a lot like the Chargers when they get big well, leads because they like, can't they, run they, to put the game they away. They don't. They just don't know what to do. And everything that they do well is like we're going to play up tempo. We're gonna like we're gonna pass over expectation yeah. and not run. And then they get up, they're like, oh, I guess we have to run out the clock. And like they can't run. You see this like <laughs> watching college football a lot. These teams that play fast, now they're up like 21. It's the middle of the third quarter. And they don't know what to do. Like, I was like, don't know what to do. Then they like run this play on first down, then all of a sudden it's second and 14. Um, and then they're back to passing and it's third and 14. It's like, whoa. Um, yeah, you are not wrong. We're seeing this, and it's that's probably becoming more common in the NFL the way. Just teams are, are kind of changing in game management. Well, there are two Seems teams. Seems to be a total loss art by even good coaches, let alone bad ones. Well, they feel, and a lot of it has to do with, I mean, the, the analytics thing. It's funny because on this show, when we talk about analytics, the three of us are, I wouldn't say analytics people. Very I know DVOA. Very aware. There's a middle ground between people who put everything like they're. Yes. How can I explain I agree. this? There, is, there are people 
that's entire per- you know how like people have personas where I hate Donald Trump and like that's the only thing like their personality trait is that they hate Trump. Yeah. So if Trump's not president, I don't fuck these people do. Um, I'm but, sure they'll find a new grift. Sure, but there are analytics people who their only thing in life seems to be I'm pro analytics, and if you're not, like you're the biggest fucking moron on the planet. And then you have the other side of the coin too. I feel like we come in somewhere in the middle as people who I understand analytics pretty well. I don't think that they're the end all be all because I think there are certain no. things that you cannot quantify when you have eleven people going at eleven people in eleven separate directions. That's just really tough. It gives you a good inside edge thing, but I think that. There's either a resistance to look at what actually works in the situation. The two teams that I can remember doing this the best, the current Chiefs do it, where they never fall into the trap of having to run the ball. They just keep passing. And that Arizona team with Kurt Warner that went to the Super Bowl, they did exactly the same thing. They might try to run it on first down, but they're like, you know what? We complete passes at like a 78% rate. And we have routes that are probably like 90% completion percentage that we're just going to run that. And the other team's just expecting us to run. We'll run out the clock and gain yardage and have the ability to pile up chunk plays too if just one missed tackle happens. Like that's the way to kill out these games. And there's some teams that embrace analytics, but they don't want to go all the way. That would be the part of it that I would start to embrace because there's going to be like an the extra 2% when it comes like just having analytics isn't good enough anymore because everyone has the same numbers. Mm-hmm. Now you need to choose like, oh, no one's really paying attention to this part of it. That's what we should be paying a part of it to until teams actually adjust to that. You're 100% right. And these teams that go out of their shells, all of a sudden there has to run X amount of times and the great pass blocking linemen end up like taking holding calls and run protection schemes and every, like it just takes one to sort of kill a possession that that makes you turn it back. The thing I say about analytics, to to me, and I'm not smart enough, but I respect it so much and see how much it plays and see the success teams in all sports that embraced it and embraced it early clearly had, um, and see the detriments that it's had on a team like the one I cheer for that seemed to have been a later adopter. Or if they still haven't. No, we're getting just, there. Just all that people need to do oh, to get sorry, rid of the stigma of analytics is stop calling it analytics and call it fucking information. Yeah, and I... I think, want more information. Okay, good. And I would explain it if I ran a team or I would want my favorite team or how I like to see it. I, I'm probably saying the word wrong, but it's one of those like fetish marriages. It's like polygamy where like you're married to two people. Mm-hmm. And some nights we're going to all sleep together. Just like my guy Cody on Sister Wives. Sure. And sometimes we're two of us are going to play. And sometimes the two of you are going to play. And sometimes me and you are going to sleep together. It's all got to work. And there's all got to be some symmetry. And sometimes me and them are just going to have our No, night. that never and works. Gonna, that's that's the reason that's illegal. By the way, uh, that's not polygamy. What you're talking about is a polyamorous. Poly- oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm talking Like, it's all, we all got to blend. But I still believe. Yeah, polygamy is illegal. I still believe. Things. Not in, not oh, yeah. in Utah, is it? Shit. What, it, it you is were setting illegal. me up to still be embarrassed. Thank you, Tim. It's illegal everywhere. Thank you, Tim, because those are two big differences. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thank you for correcting me. What I want to say is I still believe in the big game. And I know this went back to the World Series and, and that shit. I still believe in outlier performances and losing the numbers. You can invite me out on a Saturday night to the bar. I might not show up. I'll come. I'll be a bore. Not all Saturday nights are the same. You put me in Vegas and I will I I will outperform the meme. Like I will I'm a big game performer. Okay. Like I'm a like, big game I'm hunter. just saying not every Saturday night is the same. Not every game is the same and the numbers lose a lot of it, but I don't want to lose the numbers. I want to sleep with everybody and I wish I had a say in what happened in the teams I 
care about. But well, not way, that I would give my opinion. I would just make sure that there are people way smarter than me there to give th- their opinion. Yeah, and the person that ultimately the decision comes down to, it's like being a CEO of a company. When you're the head coach, it comes down on you. Even if you pass everything off to your offensive coordinator, you are there to interpret, again, let's call it information. It's numbers that are giving you this information, but you also have to draw on your experience from playing and being a coach and being around these guys to know who to put in the right position and not. So you have to interpret that data and then make an actual real life personnel decision about what happens. And hundred percent of the time, the numbers are not going to be right. We know that. And just because the personality and just gut feeling type thing is unquantifiable doesn't mean it also doesn't exist at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's just, you can't interpret that into data. I'm going to double on my 11 versus your, the dealer's four at the blackjack table. You should that, do that. The numbers would tell you to do that. I know, but that doesn't mean I'm going to win. I could get roached. I could pull the three, and they could pull a seven and yeah. then a six. It's like, like, uh, but it's I'm like gonna splitting, take your, my... splitting your eights against a seven. You're no, supposed to do it. I'm but saying it, I'm going to do it, but there's still like outs for the other side. It doesn't mean I made the wrong decision. Um I agree with all of it. I but, do but, want, but additionally, just one last thing on that topic is that you're only ever con- making results and concluding whether this was right or whether this was wrong based on a very micro sample of one thing happening. That's how people make their determinations on this. So go even to go back to the World Series thing, they what they took out Blake Snell right for the third time around. Yeah, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That if. Somehow, like when you're looking at the numbers and running it through, you're running like a thousand simulations, ten thousand simulations. It's not a hundred percent, but you're just now dealing with one outcome. One outcome. So if we actually had that situation a hundred times, it might have worked seventy-eight but times. It, uh, one but outcome. But it didn't in the one that you watched. So therefore, it all has to be categorically wrong. But one outcome. But but I. It just comes down to like this game is an outlier in those simulations. As much as the math guys will say there's no such thing, I believe. But I, I actually are. believe in the math on that one. Is that? There is no outlier. Just everything falls in the range of outcomes. But then there's no and outlier some, in a lot of this other stuff. And, oh, this team is four time, for seven on fourth down. And That's some seven time, samples. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, like, oh, fourth down, like, you should go for it. But the samples are, like, low. Yeah, but I, I don't understand what your point is here. I'm just saying not all situations are are the same. No, and the, the yeah, that's right. like saying that, every that's like saying every pitch the is are. like Tuesday you trust in your June. Gut anyway. But but no one but that's not what the numbers are actually. When you run these simulations, it's going to give you a range of outcomes of different probable outcomes. So what is the most probabilistic outcome? It's not 100%. Yep. So the outcomes that you're talking about, the ones that don't work are also factored in. It's just when you run through everything and run through these simulations is that sometimes the actual outcome in real life is one of the lower end probabilities. Okay, but uh, if my job's on always. the line my job is on the line. I, I, I use this stuff and I think it's important and I base a lot of my decisions on it. In the end, it's not the analytics are going to get fired if I make the wrong call. Uh, I got it in, 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 few, in a few instances when the rubber meets the road. If I am not being paid for my judgment and being paid to trust my gut in a circumstance, even if it doesn't jive with the numbers, then why am I even there? You might as well just have a machine do my job for me. I, I no, don't think it, it, I don't think that's what people I don't think that's what we're at least that's not what I'm trying to say with it. I don't saying, think you are, but there are people who would say if it says sixty eight percent, you just do it because you have to do it because you're a, you're a caveman otherwise. But well, like I agree with sixty eight percent doing that every time. There are no, 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 but I, I think of... that I think that there are certain things that, and this is where it gets completely different. When you hire a coach, and we're going to see this more in the future, regardless of the sport. That 
whoever the coaching hire is or whoever has the decision making capability for in-game real-time situations is going to be have to be is going to have to be someone who is well versed in what the actual probabilities of these things are and then as Tim is saying it's up to the discretion of that person whether to do it or not now most of the time I would suggest that if something is 68 percent to do it you do it I made a but joke. But there are going to be certain times. It was like we talked about. There was a situation on the show that we talked about ages ago, and you guys hated it. And I think it actually turned out before we knew all the two-point probabilities. Remember Carolina went for two to win a game like two years sure. ago. Riverboat, I think it was yeah. against something. And it was like, oh, it's Riverboat Ron. He's doing whatever. But he could have kicked the field goal. He could have went to overtime. But sometimes if you're a coach and you've been watching the game for 60 minutes, that you know that there is a play that is going to work in this situation. Yeah. He ran the play. That worked. And Greg Olson dropped the ball with no one around him. So it was, sure. a, bad, so it was a bad idea to go for it? No. no. You ran the perfect no. play. It worked. But now everyone's killing the guy because he went for two. And a big game per clutch guy was the guy that dropped it also. Not like you designed it to... Uh, An offensive line. Who did that this week? Maybe yeah. that was college. I can assure you if it happened in college, I did not see it. I, I saw a real funny, embarrassing two-point conversion. I, I agree with everything that was said. I'm taking the Chargers because either the Bills are going to get up big and the Chargers come back and make it like kind of close and lose in a devastating fashion, or the Chargers are going to jump up by a bunch, then lose in a devastating fashion. It'll be close. Love Buffalo in this game. I like the Chargers. There's one thing I want to say on the way out. Last week, I got really mad as the numbers were pointed out to me. I think it was Robert Mays at The Athletic. I could be wrong. I know Warren Sharp is constant on it. How embarrassing the Chargers' early down running stats are this year. Um, and it was like, Lynn is like, are they trying to just protect the rookie? But in theory, they're not protecting the rookie because they're not good at running the ball. Yeah, he's like so therefore, they're just setting him back to have harder third downs uh, obvious passing situations practice. practice and that really frustrated me and against the jets just how the jets are a high pressure team that will give you opportunities to pass i knew that would change so it obviously changed a lot last week and the chargers passed a ton on first down now here's my point um because someone's like i really like the chargers this week because of the buffalo secondary things and the trending upward first down passing that they expect to continue for the chargers my point is, A, Lynn is an idiot, so don't expect anything. <laughs> but B, did sort of like how maybe seeing the success Tua and, and Her Burrow and Herbert had on them just wanting to put Tua on the football field, did what happened to Burrow potentially scare straight the Charger brass in that, yeah, the math says we shouldn't be doing this running, but we just need this guy on a dropback count. Because because it's not like our offensive line is great, and we got it. I know you're like saying like probably not, but am I crazy? In, yeah, I, I think I think this? that's pretty crazy. Like if that if it I told if, you if, if strange shit just goes if here. That, man, if that is the case, and they're actually worried about that, he's not playing. It's a football play. Yeah, you it's not like any when Steven Strasburg missed the playoff. But everyone wrote, and I know people aren't writing this, but everyone literally wrote in every piece of glowing thing that we saw with Joe Burrow, audio, video, podcast, like he was getting lit the fuck up every game. Every game. I remember last week, every game, my group chat's like, oh, Burrow. Like, we thought he was dead last week. I don't know if you remember the There was play. the Philly game, too, where I thought he was dead. Like, every someone, like, my, like, a, 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 yeah, a carrier pigeon lets me know Burrow just died. And every time he got up, and this time they started chiming in, and, and it's horrific. 
my heart breaks from obviously i'm happy i'm excited ecstatic about is, is the cut, word that you're cut that for. clip cut that clip no you can cut it all you want i have a bet i have a bet it's like a golfer hitting it in the water tied your biggest competition if your boy ricky fowler was trying to chase down your outright winning bet you put it in the water. You'd be happy. No, no, but I never put. I never put a fandom and face planted and had to and had to withdraw. But I never put a fandom of mine on Joe Burrow like I did Fowler. I really like Joe Burrow. I think we're all. I think we're gonna be good. Yeah, we've been we've been over this. Let's. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I but I'm happy that I'm now a prohibitive favorite in something. But so you think I, I'm like just don't worry about that at all. No. Yeah. Either he doesn't play or he plays. And it, what the hits and harassment that Burrow took this year is no different than like fucking what Deshaun Watson has undergone this year. You're probably right to a certain extent. Although that offensive line has been protecting him a lot better the past few weeks. Incl- so maybe that there was a assumption on, with as the season went along and maybe you got some guys back that the Bengals offensive line. And it's not like he was taking a bunch of sacks every game. It's just when he got hit, he got absolutely fucking blindsided. Yeah. And in absolute conclusion on this game, I do think Lynn will call it to win, even though that's probably a bad thing because he's an idiot. Uh, obviously, the Bills made an excellent coach in their coaching hire. But they I don't even think they interviewed him, and he was like their OC. <laughs> so he still was kind of turned about that. So with the Pagulas, no, I just think he might take something personal. But again, on the Bills, they obviously didn't interview him or give him a, like more than a 10-minute conversation for a reason. <laughs> They're right about that. They made an excellent coaching hire, but just the human nature of it, um, these guys are wired yeah. like that. I, I got Buffalo to win by three, so if the Chargers cover. The Chargers will find, like I said, a way to backdoor this game if Buffalo gets up by too much, or they'll just lose in devastating fashion. Tennessee and Indianapolis, which is probably the game of the day until we get to later on, at least of this first set of games. Colts are favored by three and a half. 51 is the over-under. The Colts just always beat them. I don't get it. We'll, we'll tease up the Teton here. You like Le Teton? I like Le Teton quite a bit in this spot, actually. Uh, they showed me something last week, bouncing back and going into Baltimore and getting a W and really showing some some life and some verve. And I think that they're embarrassed at how they performed against Indianapolis two weeks ago. I think that coaching staff is really embarrassed about how they performed. Indianapolis very charmedly managed to get past Green Bay, and that was great. I kind of thought they would. I expect t- Tennessee to, to rough them up. Uh, I, I like the Titans to win outright. I like them against the number. I, I think the Titans, as much I, I, I don't know how much we can take away from that Thursday game because it, like, I think we maybe talked about it last week. After a couple of special teams things sort of went off the rails for the Titans, like they just couldn't get that train back on the tracks. I expect that not to happen this time. I expect the Titans to win and win the game. I think the Titans, even though the, the numbers say the Colts are a better team, and I get it because the Colts' defense is is top shelf. I kind of think the Titans will be able to run the ball. And I think, uh, anyway, I, I like them in the game. I think it's a good revenge spot. I think this is a spot where Tennessee has to come out and run a bunch of play action early. We just even saw in the Baltimore game that every time they, every time like, Henry eventually got to them and broke out the big runs at the end, but that's what he does. Using Derrick Henry as essentially a decoy at the beginning of the game is the most effective thing you can do. Because everyone bites on it. Because they're so afraid of him running for 80 yards that you can just go over the top if that's possible. If they don't do that, yep. it's going to be tough. It just... Doesn't this feel like Indy by three? I know you love Indy. 
No, he just hates the Titans. Is a nope. difference. I don't listen. I'm taking Tennessee plus three and a half. You want to talk about friend division? How would it be for Philip Rivers to sweep the Teton? Woo! Are the Colts the ultimate bet against team in the playoffs when they're like the three seed and have to play the Raiders? Philip Rivers is going to sweep the Teton. Find me a place. A, the Colts are probably better than the Teton. Find me a place the Colts don't match up perfectly against the Teton. I think they win nearly as good. I think they match up perfectly. Darius Leonard's on this field. Colts. They can make plays now, apparently. The Colts offense once in a while. Pittman love Philip loves the moment he trusts like that big, tall, wide receiver, it is on now. You want to own Pittman. I'm telling you right now, he's gonna get his looks. Um could be a super lock. That's the thing. They had besides Pittman, they got no one else. Yeah, but that's like whatever. The, they still get it done, and it shows you how good Rivers is. And you seem to think Brissett would be seven and three, and I think you're dead effing wrong. It might be a ten and zero with Brissett. Dead wrong because Philip sucks. Philip had some bad games. If we are we are up Chuck Kamaluan right now. I meant to ask you in that Bills game because they do not defend the slot receiver at all. Over under thirteen and a half targets for Keenan Allen. Over, like that seems like yeah, a reasonable would, line, right? <laughs> yeah, I would play over as well. And he loves, and he loves Keenan. Yeah, he loves Keenan, and that's where you attack the Bills. But when you see him throwing to Keenan, it's not like it's like, whoa, he just threw to triple coverage. No, Allen's open most of the time. He, it's just he always throws to him. <laughs> no, yeah, but there's also those great like QB behind angle throws. Guys, that um, Allen's like not even in. You realize if you break. watch the like all twenty-two of every game that you would see this stuff with other teams too. It's not just the Chargers and Keenan Allen who get open. I understand that. Oh, you don't think there's a few other games I watch all twenty-two on just to see what's up? Well, oh, no, let us know which ones did you watch last week. We know. We all know what which one. I had to, we all I, enjoyed listen, it too. I to you, you, you hate watch <laughs> stuff, don't you? For your own, I enjoyment. can appreciate that. I hate watching all the time. Jeff told me before we came on that he did it for the Burrow injury and watched it from every angle and laughed. And if you popcorn. actually know, I wouldn't watch that stuff. I don't even like seeing Homer Simpson fall down the Springfield Gorge. I don't like any of that stuff. It makes me all queasy. Even in, like Game of Thron- got, when, even in like Game of Thrones, I just close my eyes and pretend. Not as I bad saw as that when Homer got punched got off. over top of that uh, fire hydrant. Oh yeah, that sound effect that was, was brutal. <laughs> Carolina and Minnesota. Minnesota's a four-point favorite at home. 48.5 is the over under. I'd expect Teddy B back for this game. McCaffrey is leaning towards not playing, but he could play by the time it comes. I think it's a nice spot to get back on Minnesota at home. I'm going to take Minnesota minus four, coming off an embarrassing loss and knocking Tim out of Survivor. I'm with you. Yeah. You kind of just... Let's, Easy. So am this I. This is an easy one. Oh, and the so coin too. So I actually hope this line could this line get shorter as people are just like Carolina. Uh, oh, they're off a great win. I wouldn't call it a great win. But I, I would say that I don't imagine this game has a whole lot of betting interest in it. It's an NFL game. Not all NFL games are created equally. That's true. A lot like the Giants and Cincinnati game, like. No, but you. But we think people are going to bet that game. People are going to blindly just crush the Giants. Potentially so. Yeah, you're right. 
I, I just this feels like a game where no one's gonna have a super strong opinion on it. I it wasn't. Is this a revenge game for Teddy? Has he played Minnesota yet? Probably maybe, not. Maybe, maybe not. In New Orleans, maybe. I don't I I really don't know. But unlikely. Uh, Did he play against the Vikings when he was in the Jets preseason, Tim? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. We usually don't play the Vikings in preseason. Um uh, No, I mean I just I don't know. Quarterback? You're right. My my natural inclination is to pick the Panthers because I hate the Vikings Panthers. after what they did to me. But I also know that the right way to play this is to play the Panthers. So or the Vikings. So that's what I'm that's what I'm taking. I, I liked PJ Walker in that game, but uh he made some horrendous throws. Horrendous throws. Like the second pick that he threw was to no one. It was to the other team in the end zone. Like it was it was I couldn't believe it. He that or he thought that DJ Moore had go 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 gadget arms. He could just extend eleven feet into the air. So it's a round of Vikings? Round of Vikings, coin included. <laughs> Which gets us to First the midway. Round. I got someone to run the numbers on that, and it's not as bad as we think it is when we all pick the same game. It's like 42% or something. It's not good, but I mean, we pick around 42% anyway, so it's right on average for us. Midway point of the show, which means it's time for... Cust Corner! Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cuss corner. <laughs> not what people are calling it. Tim, you got a tug at the Nordic spa. Tell us about it. Okay, so no, that is not what happens <laughs> at these spas. You people are just filthy-minded. I had such a fantastic time at this spa. So it's like an hour or so outside of the city, and it was a beautiful day. Like, we're talking 16 degrees and sunny. For this time of year, we can't ask for better. It is good weather. Uh, I, I walked about with just my bathing suit and a towel. Uh, I had gotten a, uh, you know, one of the add-ons you get is you can get a bathrobe, which I got, didn't even need it. and didn't feel bad about it that I didn't need it. Uh, anyway, so you get there and there's all these different saunas and spas that you get to try out. And it was just, uh, it was, it was fantastic. There was a Scandinavian sauna and there was a Russian sauna. Then there was this thing called hammam, which people may know of a hammam where there are these steam rooms that you go in that are scented. And then you leave and you scrub your body down with these various salts and oils. And then you shower off and you go back and you do it multiple times. So I did that many, many times. There are hot and cold pools with waterfalls to cool you down. That was very good for my skin, I thought. But at one point, I was lounging in the hot pool. And adjacent to me is the yurt where sort of the restaurant is uh, for food. And then in the middle of it, they have a fireplace and then jutting out of the top is like a steel chimney. And I'm sort of like recovering in one of the hot pools. And I look up and uh, I, I, I see the chimney. And I think it's interesting. And I kind of want to look at the building more. It's like, it, it looks strange. So I get, get out of the hot, hot pool. I, I towel off. I start walking towards that yurt. And as I'm walking right by out of the chimney, blasts out like bark or embers or something and land right on top of the yurt. And I was like, that is not supposed to happen. That is very strange. Uh, and immediately they were on top of it pretty much to clear that off. Cause that, that could cause a fire or something. And I, I, well, what happened is I guess that they, they, it had never happened before, but I guess it was something to do with the flu inside that uh, hadn't been cleaned out or something that this bark flew out the chimney and almost set the, 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 the restaurant yurt on fire and it was closed the rest of the day you could order at the front door of that yurt but you really couldn't go inside of it 
So What's anyway, that tent, like a like a like a Nordic tent, right? Like sort of a tent. So then I just kept on w- walking to check. There's a barrel uh, sauna which I liked quite a bit. There was hammocks. I fell asleep in a hammock. Had a great nap along the lake. Well, Tim, did uh, you know that there's a place called Marianne's Hammocks? And the good part <laughs> is that Marianne will get in the hammock with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had trouble getting out of the hammock. I may have face planted getting out of the hammock. Is there like a video being, of this? Like, do they have security no, cameras? No, there would be no video of this, I'm sure. But I got into the hammock fine and, and lounged and then woke up after a very brief nap. And then I sort of slid sideways off it and kind of face planted. <laughs> but uh, it was so good. But one of the rules there was that you had to be quiet. Uh, and silent. and that's fine with me. I was in one of the sa- uh, saunas. And there was this younger fella and he was talking to, I guess, his girlfriend. He kept talking and talking. I didn't say anything, but I was annoyed. The lady next to me at one point, she shushed him, and he said, okay. Like 30 seconds later, he started talking again. Well, I'd had enough. I leaned over and said, you know what? Can you please? And he looked at me and said, oh, I'm so baked. I didn't even know I was talking. I went, what are you doing here? I got up and left. I was very annoyed by that. (laughs) I was like, really? You know, this is a sauna where you're supposed to get right and get relaxed. And, you know, really? And so you're just going to light up before you come in here? Like, that seems to, like, drive against the whole self-care approach to what this thing is supposed to be. I, 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 I didn't care. I, I, I didn't care for that. I don't smoke weed anymore, but I feel like I would before going into, like, a sauna and in, in my sauna yurt for whatever the hell you're I, doing. Do they cost more I, than the $50 than you thought it was going to cost? I spent a little bit more, but not a whole lot more. They also had these buckets that keep refilling full of ice-cold water that you could uh, douse on yourself whenever you wanted. And you didn't even take a chance to honor the guy who died who created the ice bucket challenge, did you? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He died this week. Did he really? Yeah. I did not realize that. I thought you were up on things. Did C-100 I wasn't aware of that. But anyway, the buckets that you can use, again, I I got in the hot and the cold lots of times. It was great for my skin. I felt so relaxed when I left, despite people, you know, mouthing off one of my favorite things and i have to say this and i wrote this down because i loved it so in the the hammam in one of the steam rooms there's a eucalyptus steam room and an orange one so i'm in the orange one and there's this recording that kept playing which was so awesome we just kept saying you are great no it kept saying you are great you are good you deserve credit you are kind to you are it's like i was like yes i am thank you I like I was I, it was like being given affirmation on this recording. It's like you deserve self-care. You deserve to be kind to you. You're a good person. I was like, yes, thank you. I am. It felt so good to be able to like hear that over and over again while you're just breathing deeply in the in the steam. I felt oh. it felt very it was very affirmative. And I was like, yes, thank you. This is like wow. the rejuvenation I needed for the soul. So it, it was it was a great experience. If you can be hooked on going to spas, I am, and I'm going to go back when I can, when it's safe to do so, and I very much look forward to it. You could make this. I mean, I got so many questions. But you could. Paul had a question. It seemed. TC, have you ever smoked weed? It's not something that I enjoy. What about an edible? Have you smoked it before, though? You didn't answer really. 
He's, he's, I have he's, tried. He's, I have. Okay, okay. I have tried it. He in the didn't past. I was going to say, as a self-proclaimed man of the people, if he had, I've tried it in the past, and, and I don't particularly care. I don't particularly care for it. You got, I've done if it on I was the at a spa, I mean, I like to indulge anyway. But what? if I was at a spa, no, no one believes you, Jeff. If I was at no a spa, way. I would like. Let's just say it's Get like really ten minutes to kick off of a big game. That's how I would probably want to be for my spa experience. It'd be like UFC cards for me. It'd like, be like the time I, that happened to me before fight. the Notre Dame Alabama National Championship game, and I didn't even remember. Like I, I, I smoked an entire J to myself. <laughs> I didn't know any better. But and like I would blink and I'd say, "How was it third down already?" He's like, "Dude, you watched first and second down." I was like, "I did." Was this your first and only time? It was like the no, second time. No, but he, it was he, one he lost, of my he first. He lost a bet. Oh, so he had to. So smoke. he had like, to smoke an entire gram joint to himself. <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, that's so good. You guys must have been cheering for him to lose that bet, like as much. But as honestly, Notre Dame lost the national could... championship game, and I didn't feel bad about it. <laughs> there you go, using drugs to cope, Tim. I. But anyway, yo, you had people had questions, so I'm all I'm all ears. It was just Jeff who had questions. Really. Oh, I was gonna say, you could just turn this into like a new shtick, like going to spas. All over the world. Yeah, he dare be, I say, it could be Tim Anderyurt. <laughs> I didn't. I saw somebody say that. And I find that very funny. Uh, it was just. I, I maybe I found this place to be so relaxing that I got to get pizza at the end, and that was great too. Would oh. you? What, what was what was on this pizza, Tim? It had cheese, mm-hmm. bacon, mm-hmm. salami, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, has wieners. <laughs> So and it's excellent. Grade. It's so excellent. Wieners. It's the best in the province. Eating wieners, it's, it's, Tim. No one and loves, a unique sauce. No one loves eating wieners more than Tim does. Tim Anderyurt. Anyway, this spa was so restorative for the soul. And I could just go back just for the hamam part. Again, just for like the positive reinforcement in the words. You can just it was like I was like it's like the machine was speaking to me. Tape. Or you can just get it on Spotify. <laughs> Maybe, but I was just like being told, like, you are good. You deserve credit. You deserve to be kind to yourself. And I was like, yes, I do. Do you want it? I just looked some stuff up. Yeah, positive affirmation playlist, 10 hours. Let's see what it looks Don't see you what, get this? That's a- not. Don't you get this affirmation from living your own truth on the internet, though? I don't live my own truth. It was just, I don't know. That's what it sounded like. It did sound similar to that. That sort of like that weird music. One point they told me I was made of starlight. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, like that Crosby, Stills and Nash song. Yes, I am enough. <laughs> That's the side of stuff that I found to be so, 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 you know, like rejuvenating. Like, believe it or not, the internet is it can be a very negative place for no, me when I encounter it. No. And I, so it was very nice to just like leave my phone in the locker, which also was this neat little gizmo where you just uh, wipe your, your bracelet that they give you and like it automatically opens and closes. It was very, very high tech. Uh, <laughs> Like just leave like my phone in there for a while. I would. I I loved it. 
I loved it, loved it, loved it. I'm so glad I did it. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. You don't get to do enough fun stuff. This sounds like it was very fun for you. And Tim, you are a winner You're of the galaxy. Thank- You're enough, Tim. You're enough. <laughs> you should just hang out with fucking Stuart Smalley. <laughs> Thank you. It was... You know, it even not just the internet, but even your like personal group chats seem pretty toxic towards you. So it's nice to go get that positive reinforcement. <laughs> like you're dodging, you're dodging he ninja stars all day long. It seems I had to that, put this podcast on pause when you guys were talking about your uh, analytics. I had to put it on hold uh, on mute because somebody called me to yell at me about what. About how dare I say mean things about Tua last week on the po- uh, yesterday on the podcast? <laughs> Were you dad? No. What, he it, to the it was like when he he went out to a. Our, it was our friend's birthday. They were allowed to go out. It was before like the the restrictions. He goes out, has a beautiful steak dinner. And all people do the entire time is yell at him over a fantasy trade he made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he killed Joe Burrow. He's taking heat for that all week. As he should. So the, the the spa was very relaxed. So you've killed Joe Burrow and Sean Connery. Yeah, I don't take responsibility for any of this. Well, the the people will decide at the custies and honestly, <laughs> there won't be any material for this year's custy award, so called. I don't think there'll be much. By the way, if you want to find that playlist, Tim, the affirmation—I just typed in affirmation into Spotify, and it gave me ten hours of positive reinforcement. That would be nice. You can. You don't even have to watch it on the YouTubes, and you don't have to True. listen to C one hundred for it. <laughs> New Orleans and Denver, Denver tap, coming off a big victory. Now six point dogs at home. Forty three and a half is the over under. I like the Saints. I don't feel great about it. Like I do feel great about it. Then that leads me to believe, like Pat, you're never right. That's a problem. So what's going to happen here? But, like, don't the Saints just blow out Denver? How's Denver going to score points here? This could be my super lock. I like a very like-minded here, Pat. I think Denver is very flawed. I think with Taysom Hill and the strong Saints defense, hopefully uh, Lattimore plays. But I think they'll cause a lot of problems for Drew Locke in Denver. That's the whole thing. And I think they'll be able to stay on schedule with the offense and be fine. So give me... New Orleans, I like this game a lot. And if New Orleans falls behind, they can just turn to Jameis. I'm going to wag an admonitory finger at you both and take Denver. I think this is a very trappy type of game. It feels that way. Well, Denver Outdoor. did you the solid of of getting to a bench, so now you just love yeah. them, I'm sure. Just outdoors, he, people he, saw the Saints win a game. The world was sort of off New Orleans a little bit last week and kind of liked the Falcons in that nope. spot, and then the Saints took care of business without trouble despite people not liking them. Now they're like, oh, yeah, the Saints, okay, they're fine. They're fine with Taysom Hill, and the Broncos still have a pretty darn good defense. I think that's a lot of points. If this game finished up 17-13 for New Orleans, that wouldn't shock me in the least. I, so I'm going to play I, But I don't I, think I, the Denver I, defense can force a Taysom Hill-led team into the type of situations that it would against, dare I they say, can just a hit normal they can, offense. If they could hit Tua, they'll be able to hit him too. No, I mean, the Saints have the best offensive line in the league, so that's a and lot the different. Saints run... And the Saints don't really drop back and pass. They just kind of run all the and time. And all their passes like, and run like... 17-14, I do think, is in play, or 17-13, whatever Tim said. But I think that's, like, the optimal outcome for Denver in trying to cover this spread. Like, like 24-11 New, is New Orleans' like defense play. has looked 
fucking incredible the oh, past yeah. three weeks. Oh, yeah. They didn't even have Lattimore last week. Oh, yeah. Didn't make a difference. Did now not. they get Drew Locke, who, as he said, when he, the ball leaves his hands, only about 50% of the time he knows where it's going. Hot quote for Tim's MVP pick. Dark horse. It wasn't my actual pick. Uh-oh. So I like New Orleans here. Feels like a grinded out 20 to 10 game to me. San Francisco at the Rams. Tim, your Rams beating up on your poor Bucks. Now the Rams are favored yeah. by seven. 45 is the over under. And they're the best home. team in that division. <laughs> I got to admit, uh, I think I was, because I was was kind of bullish on Pittsburgh. I wasn't didn't pick them to be nearly as good as you. But I wasn't one of these people like... Like Tim saying they were going to have the first pick? They're not even close. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> but I wasn't anything of this. I was like, you cannot count them out. Because if they do half of what they did last year with median QB play, they're going to be really good. Little Roethlisberger's been like top 10 quarterback play, and they're being great. Makes sense to me. The Rams, another team. Well, I wasn't wrong about Pittsburgh. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. I admit when I'm wrong. You got to admit when you're wrong. When I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Wrong about the Rams. Hey, we, we have the under on nine and a half wins for the Rams. Yeah, okay, fine. But I'm just saying they've really impressed me this year. McVay, in my opinion, has done just as good of a job this year as he did when he was like Doss Wonder kidding up um, everybody. Last night we saw a coach that knew what he was doing versus stubborn one unwilling to sort of make adjustments and they still almost lost yeah but that's because the refs and some real stupid that game wasn't aren't you as worried close as, aren't you worried that game though that wasn't the 49ers, as close as the score i am worried, worried. The 40, that the 49ers have so many defensive injuries that maybe he won't be able to name everyone who starts on that defense right now ah, oh he'd know uh but i just really like i i really like all the things that have gone on um with the rams despite maybe being tied to some things on a contract standpoint Although, as everyone jokes, every time they sign someone else, it seems like they have no rules. Uh, good for them. I do think this game is close, though. Monday night, big win. I think the Rams win. I just think this game is close. You're I on still the same think page I'm as wrong. me. I still think I'm wrong. I was wrong about how I assessed the Rams in the preseason. This game's going to be close. Rams, uh, 49ers off a bye. Big win for the Monday Nighters and the Rams. Close game Sunday. Yeah, I, I got the Niners, too. The coin is taking the Rams. Yeah, a bye week. I don't know who's playing quarterback for San Francisco. So that's a problem. I don't even like... Or does it I, matter? I, I just think it's going to be close. But they're going to get Mostert back. They're going to get... I, I think Trent Williams actually went on... Is Ayuk, though? Because there's COVID. I know... Ayuk I, I, and Debo are both going to be back. The running backs are going to be back for this game. Trent Williams might be out because of a COVID situation. He may or may not play. Uh, and I don't know who's playing quarterback. But I think Richard Sherman might be back for this game, too. Like, they're getting... They're not getting teasing Bosa back, down. but almost everyone else, I think, is back. You're teasing up the Rams? You're teasing down the Rams? Yeah, I'm going to tease the Rams down. I don't have a ton of confidence in their side to cover that full number, but I think they're going to win the football game. So I'm going to tease them down, and I'll take a minus seven, but not with much confidence in that part. All right. Game of the week for America's game of the week, Jeff. It is. It is. I'm watching I think it's CBS's game of the week. I might super lock this game. Really? Because I Kansas City at Tampa Bay, three and a half is what the Bucks are underdogs at home. 56 is the over-under. I like the Bucks. Plus three and a half at home coming off a, 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 a game everyone watched. Maybe because it's at four o'clock. Are you buying this Tom Brady bedtime thing? 
No. No, but he's lost it's Kirk true. Cousin? That, like it's Kirk Cousins. But it is true he's played poorly about? in primetime. It is true he's played poorly. Well, he goes because he prime. plays good teams in primetime. He plays Carolina that's, Sunday at one o'clock. What do you think happens here, people? That's a fair point. What do you think this is? I mean, number one offense, number one defense. That's what you got here. So yeah. the, I, to me, I think those two are washes. And you have to ask yourself, okay, so what is the Chiefs D versus the Bucks O? Bucks have a better offense than the Chiefs have defense. So you're going to give me three and a half points in that circumstance. And the Chiefs proved what they needed to prove against the division rival last week. I'm going to go with the box. I'm taking the box. The coin's taking the box. It just Kansas City doesn't. I don't feel like they care if they win. This I game. think this one they, they care about. I I think this one. If this game was the, put this way, about. if this game was the Super Bowl and it was three and a half, I would take Kansas City. It's not. Also, this is my Super Bowl prediction. It is. Kansas City can get up a couple scores and then Bray. They're so stubborn. They don't do motion. They had six plays of like 66 snaps yesterday in motion, this Tampa Bay team. They got a record. They'll go to the playoffs and I'll fear them. But I think they're so. Are they in danger of missing the playoffs? I don't yet? think like if the NFC is really enough. wrong. I don't them. think the NFC is good enough. No, well, Chicago would have to chase them enough. down, I think. Who else can really chase them down? The Minnesota, Minnesota losing like was yeah. bad for that. Minnesota. Aspect. I mean, the Niners, I guess if the Niners catch lightning in a bottle. Maybe they could chase them down. Maybe. I don't think so. I think the 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 Bucks are in a pretty good spot. Yeah, and, and the Bucks really need to figure their shit out right now because they're currently the sixth seed, and the optimal place to be if you're not the one seed in the NFC is being the five seed. It seemed like they just want to force the ball downfield, and Brady can't make Brady's throws. not able to make it. The guys are open. I don't think people can say whatever they want. They're force feeding. He's force feeding his friend or this guy he demanded they sign in Antonio Brown. I think it's hard enough to build chemistry as is in this year. So adding Brown to the mix was, in my opinion, a mistake when he should have just been building more chemistry with other football players on that team, like Shelby Miller, um, what have you. I don't like what's happening. Scotty Miller. Shelby Miller is a pitcher. I'm surprised you knew that. Yeah, yeah, he was back when I covered baseball he was playing. (laughs) I I can remember people from 2014. Um, uh, Yeah, I I think this is the sort of game that... Kansas Kansas City just wins, and they get over the number. And maybe they – I don't love it. I don't – well, this start kind of Super Bowl. I have kind of – Super Luck. I have kind of been talked off that. But I trust Kansas City to win this game, and maybe I get backdoored. But – Yeah, and they need to keep pace with Pittsburgh as well. Kansas City. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh can lose on Thursday, which makes it a bigger game for the Chiefs. I mean, they're all – it's still at the point where they're all – I mean, even if Pittsburgh wins, it's big because they got to keep pace. Yeah, I could argue losing makes it less big for the Chiefs. I, I would tend to agree with that. Actually, actually now that I'm but, like but the problem is like the Bucks head. need the five. Like the Bucks are really playing for this five seed because then you get the NFC East winner. I guess but have the Bucks beaten a good team? I don't know. I can effort that. Let's see. They have beaten the Panthers twice. The Chargers, the Giants, the Chargers, the Raiders. They beat the Packers. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They crushed the Packers, too. And they beat the Broncos. So they've lost the Saints, the Bears, the Saints, and the Rams. So, so those are good losses. Those but those are all teams. I mean, the, but the, Saints, the, same, the Chiefs are better. Like, the Chiefs are the creme de la creme. But all those teams had good defenses. Yeah. Yeah, and good defenses. We've seen Mahomes been put off his spot. The Chargers were able to do it. The Raiders... I like 49ers in the Super Bowl for three and a half quarters. I mean, it's never fun to bet an under when the Chiefs are involved. 
But 56 seems like a lot of points, doesn't it? I know the game on Monday night went over, but not every game is created equally. And Monday night, I don't think yesterday's game on a Sunday afternoon goes over. There's something weird on Monday night where I've been, I'm happy I didn't bet the under, but I definitely leaned the under in last yeah. night's uh, game. All right, but so there were a lot of touchdowns where I thought field goals were going to happen on Monday. Tampa Bay for the three of us, Kansas City for Jeff. Chicago and Green Bay. Packers are favored by eight and a half at home. 45 is the over-under. I don't know what to make of this game. I can't believe it's a Sunday night game. The, the, well, it is because it's an ancient rivalry, and the Bears are still a pseudo-playoff contender. I, I know. It's uh, just, this is not – This is last year it opened the season, I feel, because yeah, the 100th they're, they're, anniversary. If, if both of those teams are decent, they'll always get a if, one game. If, no, they don't have to be decent. It felt more fun last year. It doesn't it was the fe- first game of the. It doesn't. Well, feel- the Bears can't score. <laughs> I'm so taking they, the Packers. I, can't, I, can't, I don't care well, I what the them. number is. Yeah, Packers coming off a loss Green again. Yeah. yeah, are we just playing the zigzag rule with the Packers? You 100 percent do that. I'm with you. The the Bears, they're getting into the red zone rate <clears throat> is atrocious, and we don't know who's playing quarterback. For and them. it's not like they have a big playability where it's like, yeah, they don't get in the red zone a lot, but like, look at all those like 25 yard plus touchdowns they they score. Zero, probably. <laughs> Packers, any number. Yes, I agree. Each you can't play them. We're teasing the, the Packers down. Teaser, probably. Yeah, right? we're teasing the Packers down. And yeah, just the Bears can't score. I can't pick them. Now, if New England, Cleveland, Tennessee, and the Rams all cover their teaser number, money line Bears on Sunday evening with Tim here. No, I'll try to. I'll probably have the Packers on, to end my teaser too. So I'll just try to middle it. Oh, Feinberg teaser. I actually it, already made one yet starting people yesterday. People love them. With, who who gives the, Rams and the, the Bears a better chance to win here? Trubisky or Foles? Trubisky. Trubisky. I, I think, Foles I think is it. no good. We've seen it over if, and if, over. Foles if Trubisky score. did he's undefeated what this year. Foles was doing. He, do, he, was, over doing, the last, he was doing what no, Foles was doing. No, he's been worse. He has been worse. <laughs> he has been worse. Than Trubisky's worse in this like blip here. He's been worse than Trubisky ever was, in my opinion. They don't. You have to go to Trubisky. Foles is special. He's got this like, he's you know a legend killer, and he's got you know the big dick Nick and the Super Bowl, and he will go down with like a lure, like a glow. And he had that Chip Kelly season where he was unstoppable. In the annals of football history, there'll always be an afterglow on on Nick on on Nick Foles. He is going to be right now. He is death on the football field. So there's two things. One, when we look back like 20 years from now. Presuming I'm still alive. We'll see about that. The career of Nick Foles is going to be very hard to explain to someone. Because they're going to look at his numbers like, this guy is terrible? But there'll but be a halo this- on him like as you're reliving it, I believe. Yeah, but I'm saying for someone who wasn't there. Like someone who just, almost the same way that we look at like 70s baseball players and look at their numbers. Like, I don't know how good Jim Rice was. I just don't. Yeah. But I see the numbers like, it looks like he's fucking Joe Carter, but played longer. Is what it looks like to me. I, Joe Carter seems like a great analogy if you're like comparing the walk-off World Series hit to the home run, then everything else is like just fine. Although Joe Carter, I think, was an all-star a couple times. I don't think Nick Foles. Well, actually, no, you mentioned that season or two. But like you look at the numbers, be like, oh, like he was a 249 hitter. But like if you were there, you know, he had a game-winning World Series home run, although you could strike him out on I the same I don't know why. Slot. I always thought he was like Billy Volek to me. Maybe, oh, maybe, Billy Volek. But Billy Volk legit had like four good games in his career. <laughs> what about Drew Bennett when he, he connected them together? Yeah, he also had four. That would have been the ultimate DraftKings stack because no one would have bought it the second week or the third week. You would have had the, the people be like, well, there's no way this can continue. And you'd just be printing money if you pay, play them every single week. But 
I don't think that the second point to that was I don't think Chicago can go to Trubisky because they want to move on from Trubisky, and if he plays well, they're going to get sucked into signing him. But they can make the playoffs in theory. Like you got to give your guys one they more. They had chance. such a shorter leash. It's like it's not even fair. It's not even fair. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, obviously, because Trubisky, when he is bad, it's so much more polarizing because everything him being bad represents when when you're not guys... Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. It sucks to be him. It really it does. just yeah. It sucks. He was overdrafted. That's not his fault. Yeah, it's like, is it Ricky Fowler's fault that people wanted to put him in commercials at 20 and make him like a player you knew? Or Baker Mayfield? It's the same thing. It's exactly the same. Baker Mayfield is Ricky Fowler. They're the same guy. Except Baker doesn't show up at the green on 18 to celebrate whoever yeah, beat Baker him. Won't give, <laughs> Baker doesn't have the sportsmanship aspect to, like, sh- to just always be there for people that beat him, I would say. Is that but that would be a long list. Baker would resent Josh Allen if they were like buddies. How do you know? Just seems like it's in like Josh Allen. Oh, you're, you're using that psychology minor. No, again? I'm joking. I actually have congratulated Baker in my opinion. Well, there's some issues with some statistical elements of what he does. I believe he's actually growing into a leadership role, which is, is crucial because he's not going anywhere. What are you talking about? He's terrible. Tim doesn't see it. I, mean, I, see I, didn't say yep. I, I see a scared I, kid who doesn't know what he's doing against pressure. The math says he might be the worst quarterback in football. He panics immediately. It's like him and Goff. So what does what yeah. does Darnold see? If, Nothing. The guy's like locked up in a basement somewhere. Lord knows where that guy like is. Darnold. He said he panics. It's like Darnold literally <laughs> sees ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> right? Documented national television told the world. And ESPN let us hear it. Yeah, this is going to be, you want to talk about like the squarest game of the week. Uh, Tim was right about Green Bay, a lot of money on Green Bay, and I did get bailed out with that push. But it feels like this is going to be hammered down, lost all your money all day, let's bet on some Green Bay. What does this number close at? Nine and a half? Maybe ten, if enough money is on it? And if it crosses ten, then it can just keep on going. They didn't cover Sunday night. The, 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 The Ravens were hyper square, and I was part of that two weeks ago on Sunday night. So Sunday night's like a get right. Uh, Vegas gets or, right. Or they're doubling. I saw a lot of people um, saying, like, I, that was one of the worst weeks I ever had. I don't know what happened there. We we seem to do all right. Yeah, when, whenever people have really bad weeks, we tend to have good weeks. <laughs> but we have and, a lot and vice of bad, versa. Yeah. yeah. yeah we have, when people are, like, bad. on the sharp side <laughs> of things, like, oh, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Oh, I went 14 and 2 this week. We're 2 and 14. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a lot of that. People getting there, like, saying November's been bad, I guess. I haven't been great in November. I finally got off the mat last week, though. Monday nighter, Seattle at Philly. Ugh. Five and a half. The Eagles are underdogs at home. Fifty-one is the over/under. Seattle, easy. I don't know. I, Am I, I just a square again? Am I just like squaring these last few games? Why do like, I keep I, wanting to take Philadelphia? I, I, because I, you I, want four spots in the draft, and you won't allow yourself to acknowledge. No, it's, it's not going to matter. No, Seattle's going to make the point. These losses don't matter because Seattle will make oh, the playoffs. Oh, you're right. It recedes. And the, and the draft yeah, position yeah. gets, yeah. So Sorry. now that doesn't matter. They All look- that matters is like, I just can't quit picking the Eagles week after week when I think there's value on them. I don't and see I the value. And I think there is value That's on them here. I feel like I'm getting duped, but I don't see any value. Wilson hasn't looked good in a few weeks. And Philly can pressure the quarterback. Like, their defense is still pretty good. Pretty good run defense as well. Which is, I mean, Seattle's passing more than expectation, but they still, at heart, really want to run that ball down your throats. Their defense isn't good. 
I it just Carson Wentz sucks. He sucks. He seems and to. and we all I mean every quarterback the NFL's such a fun league in the sense of big market, small market, every quarterback is a national player. Starting quarterback. Except for Jake Loughton. Sure, but even like look at Minshew. He puts on a mustache, <laughs> like he's just national. It's just fun. Like that's just what the league does. Um and Wentz is in that effing cooker right now. Like it is. It is at a peak point for him, probably locally and nationally. The hate is is loud. And now you're playing on Monday Night Football where, oh, man, like we'll get distracted about how bad Carson Wentz is for a few hours Sunday, uh, Thursday through Sunday on Thanksgiving. But Monday, next Monday, is literally going to be a Carson Wentz like the Monday night pregames, Pat, that are four hours are essentially going to be a four hour referendum on Carson Wentz. Are they not against this Eagle secondary? I forgot that Philly almost beat the Ravens a few weeks ago, <laughs> but the Ravens, and this is a gonna, playoff Matt, and they two teams played in the playoffs last year. Right? I, I don't, I, you can't, I, there's not Here's, a way I want to bet on, on the Eagles here, extra time for the Seahawks. I, I mean, I, I don't even know if that matters. I, I guess here's what you have to think. Um, if you're going to bet Philly to win, wait, how many points do you think that the Seahawks score in this game? Just give me a number. What would you 24. say? Regardless of what? No, because it's Monday Night Football, 31. 31? And I I'm adding 24. three or four to whatever I would say because Monday just always. So you say 31. Tim, you say 24? Yeah. I wonder what they're scoring per game. So the Eagles got to score 26? Here's what the Eagles have scored so far this year. 17, 19, 23, 25, 29, 28, 21, 9, 17, 17. Their offense is getting worse. They were better when it was just Fulgham as a receiver. That was it. Everyone was hurt, and it was Wentz and Fulgham. So Whatever, think, I'll take the Eagles. I don't care. Screw it. I mean, Whatever. My, the only the thing dog. I like, the, the only redeeming dog. betting quality for me about the Eagles is that it's just the National Football League, and the second like you're nationally dead is when you like Undertaker. Like I could imagine Monday being like a meme night of Undertaker. Yeah, Wentz went five like, went, touchdowns. Like, oh, yeah. look at Carson Wentz Undertaker meme, like of popping back up. So not dead. How do you think this ends up working? That if Green Bay covers, obviously Seattle or Philly wins, or or if Chicago covers or beats Green Bay, then obviously. Seattle just smokes. I hate that I feel like I'm just on the really good quarterback square sides of both these primetime games. That's usually the way to go. I don't like these uh, these other sides are having so much trouble scoring that I can't even make the case. It's hip to be squared. Like we were on the Raiders last week because we're just like, no, their game flow. Like they will. Everyone's like. No, it's because we have the Chiefs. They did laps around the field. Tim finally sold. It took him three years, but Tim finally sold both of us (laughs) that the Raiders are good. Yeah, I guess they're not I, as good as the Chiefs, but they're good. Like I expected yeah, the Chiefs right. to win, but I wanted those points. And all week it was like the Raiders of COVID, <laughs> and they're angry because the the Raiders did like laps. And I'm like, that's fun, but once the ball like kicks off, like on the fourth play, you're not doesn't matter anymore. Um, I got it. It's not even a question. Seattle. I'm going to square out with Seattle too. I've been bad on Monday nights. Thursdays were usually my Achilles heel in the past. It's been Mondays this year. I like the game, though. I if, don't hate the game. If you want our Thursday picks, if you're watching this before Thanksgiving, tune into the Thanksgiving show. You can find the cheat sheet up at ftmbets.com as well. Super locks for the week. I'm taking the Raiders minus three in Atlanta. 
Tim, it sounded like you want to take Tennessee. No, no, I'm not going to take Tennessee. Uh, goodness me. You know what? It's going to be a free money. Just take the Packers minus eight and a half. Just give it to me. Give me the Packers. What do we know about the Thielen situation? That he's on the COVID list. He hasn't tested positive, and he's probably going to end up playing. Give me the Vikings. Minnesota minus four? Yeah, bounce back uh, 84 carries. Delvin Cook. No back door. Yeah. Tim is two and nine on the year for his teasers and parlays. He's eight and 76 lifetime. He has one outstanding of the time that we record this show. If you want to check out Tim's free money teaser, it's in Tuesday's Thanksgiving exclusive show. So Tim, can you recap your teaser for us this time around? Absolutely. Connect the Rams, the Browns, the Titans, the Patriots, and the Packers. Take six points off. Bet the farm, win four more farms. So it's plus four from the ones you would have already won on. Yes, from the ones you would have already yeah, won so on. We're Thanksgiving. pressing. We're pressing our Thanksgiving winnings. We're pressing. Pat. We're pressing. This is like we're at the craps table, and I'm pressing because I'm hitting. And, and if, uh, if if some miracle he didn't win a teaser on Thanksgiving, it wasn't we, a teaser. It was a money line we, parlay. We doubled down on this because what was the word you used for your Thanksgiving? Not It was a your vernacular was quite impressive. There, it's above mine clearly. I'm sorry, what? You, you were talking when Tim, you were talking about you were bulletproof on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you used a word. It started with a P to explain your, your track record on Thanksgiving. Oh, I don't recall what I called myself. Tim called himself fancy. a real pistachio nut. No, it was a real fancy White word. Pistachio nut. Pat even cut the clip. Hmm, what do I Paul, know? you had something to say? I just enjoy that the bills are not on his money uh, on his parlay. They're five and a half, so that would have got them to through zero. Them. I guess yeah, that's, that's why they're off there. That's why they're off. That's it. That smart move. Yeah. All right. Then I'm maybe I'm not so happy. <laughs> that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. You can watch the Jeff Feinberg show 10 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time on Friday on FTNDaily.com. You can find this cheat sheet up at FTNBets.com. And as always, patrolling the yurts, getting a yurt beat in, probably if people will keep it down in there. Tim Undercust! Tim Undercust. That's not my name. And again, don't be so foul. That That's the... Tim, I, th- I, think nice I, I need to send you... I just... You know, my son's going to have to read the book Everyone Poops. I'm going to have to send you the book Everyone Beats. That is not a book! <laughs> Tim, why don't sure you just go is. to one of those spas... They're just usually on top of like a pizza joint and just light up and as a spa, spa, spa. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, that sounds like an incredibly greasy and terrible thing. And if you know, that's that's awful. That's just awful. Could you get a tug there though? I haven't the slightest idea, nor do I want to know. Like, come on, people. If you're Nothing listening, can be wholesome. Out, if Nothing you're can listening be out there. On Twitter, Tim's too big of a man to admit it, but he wants your tips on where he can go buy a tug. So you send those. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You people. You still got that people picture, Paul, of uh, Tim's Tim's radio buddies. So here's what I'm going to do for you, Tim. I'm going to set up a meeting between you and your radio best friends. I bet you this guy in the middle, he knows where to get a tug locally. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm telling you, man. He's like. 
stupid looking Matthew Barry. That's the look. What if one year from now Tim's hosting that show? I'd be proud for this bit. I'd be, yeah, like, very proud of him. He can replace Chuckles here on the left. Tim could, uh, Tim shaved his head. He could kind of look like that guy. He could <laughs> that guy has great teeth. These are the influencers of of the young people. This is what the young yeah people the young are people listen to. Listen to uh, I know you said the girl's name was Melody, so we're gonna say L- listen, Paul, Jason, Carl, enough, Carl, enough, Paul, and you'll, you'll, what oh, do you suppose this guy in the middle? Is is you'll know hot. all these DJs soon enough, Paul. I'll uh, no, but I listen to like hot tracks. Like I'm I'm listening to like ninety two point five in Toronto, only the hits. I, I bet you Melody, JC, and Pete aren't getting my uh, my listenership. Pistol Pete. No offense to them. I'm sure they run a great program. but Melody, Pete, and the cast coming at you in the mornings with all of the latest contemporary self-motivation tracks. <laughs> you are great. I wonder if this will get back to those people. I hope so. They're getting en- free pub out of this. You're yeah. enough, Tim. You I are enough. enough. You are. Thank you thank are you. enough. I've had enough of That's that. really like for what women who are just beaten down by their marriage and their kids and like to I th- get I, that. Like, I, I am, I'm going to say this is not gender specific, Jeff. I would say that it just involves anyone who's beaten down by life. Okay, fair. That's was wrong of me. You are enough. Thank you. It does feel good, Tim. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Thank you. What was your favorite self affirmation? But they don't even know you. What if you're really lazy and shit and you're not like g- give me your like just tell me what your favorite single one was. I think it doesn't was. matter what your oh, favorite self affirmation was. <laughs> pal, you know what you need to do? Give your fucking head a shake, pal, and send your tug suggestions at Tim on Twitter. Okay? Smash the like. Please don't like do that. the show, and we will see you next time. Caught you off off guard with that one, huh? I did. Was the word I used, Jeff, proficient? No. Perfunctory. No. I'm going to find it. Patty and Kai was in one of the preview clubs. He probably retweeted it. What was the name of this pizza place? Big Red. Big big Red. So you went to a spa and then you chowed down on wiener pizza. (laughs) Sweet. <laughs> don't call it that. <laughs> what you love? Ch- you love eating some ween, man. It's okay. Big we don't. Red. We don't judge on this show. This shit up. Is that the clip of me making fun of you about Justin Pervert? Images. Oh, maybe it was the one. You can you can text him later. Thank you, Tim. Oh, not a problem, guys. Talk to you all soon. Oh, wait, one sec. Had teaser this once or my my Pilgrim Harlan, <laughs> as uh, as John Wayne would call it. Come on, Pilgrim, you know who I am. Mm. Uh, the first leg of it is going to be the the Texans money money line parlay. The only reason why he ever is. I am safe. <laughs> I was safe. This is it right here. What you're saying next? It's a food truck, Tim. Oh, a penchant. Oh, a penchant. A penchant. Is Big Red's a food truck? No, it's not a food truck. It's a it's a it's a standalone restaurant. They have a place in Chester and a place in Lunenburg. And What's I went it to mean? What's that Chester. mean, a penchant? Chester. An affinity to. Uh. Yeah, a skill for. 
like English people, like same way, or as Americans, the penchant? same way Americans, the same way people say foyer, they would say penchant. Yeah, but it's pronounced penchant. All right, Tim, I'm undoing myself. All right, Tim. All right, bye guys. See this pizza looks week. pretty good, Tim. So yeah, it's amazing, Paul. I hear it's very bad, Paul. <laughs> My sister-in-law told me that. Really? I mean, the I mean, this one picture looks good. I haven't seen any of the wiener pizza, though. Get it, get yourself a wiener pizza is at the point of the show. I don't know how this teaser loses. Like, where's, where's the downside here? All right, That's ready to do this? Money. That's free money. That's free money. <laughs> I don't know how I'm losing here. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm excited to win some free money, Tim. Oh, yeah. I, I was just like... I don't know if there's like there's something wrong with Vegas that they feel like just dishing out free money to people this week if they're smart, but it's there if you're not a dumb dumb. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.